Thanks for downloading the Preston and Steve podcast from WMMR. It'll begin right after these words. Attend Villanova University's graduate open house on Tuesday, October 20th. Villanova offers graduate programs in business, engineering, nursing, law, and liberal arts and sciences. Attend the open house and they'll waive your application fee. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. All right, today is October the 8th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, Archbishop John Carroll High School in Delaware County will be closed today and Friday because of a swine flu scare. 336 wow. students were out sick on Wednesday, while about 200 were out sick the day before. Most have reported flu-like symptoms. Really? Uh, as of right now, they are only there's only one confirmed case of the H1N1 flu and two suspected cases uh, at the school in Radnor. But any student who shows symptoms is being asked to stay home. Well, isn't the belief also that a lot of parents are just keeping their kids out of school because of the uh, the possibility the of getting game? the flu. Yeah, the baseball oh, game. Baseball game. <laughs> yeah. Um, any stu- I'm sorry, the school on Matson Ford Road was open as usual on Wednesday, but some students were wearing masks. They, they, there was like a picture of, you know, two girls walking into school with masks on. Wow. Uh, however, classes are canceled <laughs> the rest of this week. School officials said the move was not required, but uh, they would rather be cautious. Uh, practices and games are being postponed until further, further notice. School administrators are urging everyone to wash their hands frequently. Common areas in the school are being disinfected throughout the day. Somebody has put a picture on our monitors here of a child <laughs> licking a pig's face. Yes, the snout. The snout. That is disgusting. Kids that are says, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. They know. Um, swine flu all over it. So are all the 300-plus the students, they, they're all they're not confirmed cases of swine flu, as you said. They're just they're, no, no, no. They're there's only There's only one confirmed right. case of the swine flu, but but there were 363 kids out sick on Wednesday, right. 200 the day before. So Damn, man. Yeah. Um, it has to be people just saying, look, don't go, we don't want you to get the swine flu. Stay home. Yeah. Well, uh, school official, officials are saying parents are reminded to keep children home if they are sick. Do not okay. send them to school. Yeah. yeah. Hundreds of renters left homeless by a massive fire that destroyed their apartment complex will receive about 40000 on average from a legal settlement announced Wednesday. The August 2008 blaze destroyed 188 units in two buildings at the Riverwalk and Millennium Complex in Conshohocken and much of an adjacent apartment complex being built. Sparks from a welding torch at the adjacent adjacent construction site ignited the blaze. Uh, the renters will share $9 million of the $36.2 million settlement. The rest will go towards the cost of rebuilding two destroyed apartment buildings. So each one's going to pocket uh, about forty grand. Yeah. All right. Wow. Developer J. Brian O'Neill built the complex in two thousand two, but sold it to J. P. Morgan Chase and others in two thousand five. Do you remember that 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 fire? It was just oh, insane. Oh you could see it from where you were. Oh, yeah. yeah. See, yeah, it. I could, could see, smell yeah. it. It was like I mean, I told you before, the whole town, all of Conshohocken, was like people were just like randomly walking around with their pets and like right, it yeah. was yeah, it was very odd. Uh, the tenant lawsuit charged the O'Neill Properties Group. They say the builders held back on fire protection measures such as attic sprinklers. O'Neill was also building the adjacent complex, uh, the Staples at Millennium, where the blaze started. O'Neill's company and uh, subsidiary uh, Marion Construction contributed to the settlement along with uh, Cavan Construction and Lynch to incorporated a subcontractor. Uh, most of the tenants also had renter's insurance. Their legal awards will vary according to their losses and insurance payments. The Philadelphia city sales tax increases today from 7 to 8%. Woo! Yeah. We're, excited. We're excited about this. Oh. I, I didn't realize it was 7%. Uh, in the city. Yeah, the yeah. sales tax in the suburbs remains at in 6%. The city. Yes. Mayor Nutter says the hike is only temporary, according to the legislation. It will That's last- one thing I've learned, that any time they hike a, 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 a tax, um, it, it just goes away immediately right after that. It, it never stays in effect forever! <laughs> 
It's temporary because it'll be 9% soon. Yeah, right. right. Oh, we're going to repeal it. Oh, we'll stop having to pay a toll when the bridge is complete. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, guys, I was just realizing we had this needless money stream coming into the government. Let's shut it off. Well, according to the legislation, it will last five years and drop back It'll down. It'll last five million years. In 2014. Uh, the increase is expected to bring in $115 million a year to help keep government afloat. the government afloat. Uh, the additional money avoided firefighter and police layoffs and will keep rec centers and libraries open. By the way, I think, the, the, speaking of the bridges, aren't we due for the toll to go up again soon? Yes. It's been a yeah. while. Really? Yeah, I think next year maybe. Uh, they yeah. said they're going to crank it up another dollar. Yeah. When I cross the uh, the Throgsneck uh, Bridge in New York, I just hand them over my stock portfolio. Yeah. Right. <laughs> what is it to get into Manhattan now? Is it, is uh, it 10? Ten, 10 bucks. Jeez. What? Yeah. Well, actually, $10? to leave. To leave, they they get you they get you in there, and then yeah. they realize the thing that you're going to want to do, of course, is leave. Well, Steve, Steve, it's eleven. Jersey. It's eleven now. Uh, oh. The Throg's neck is up to eleven. I Are you think, sure? Uh, uh, Last time I went over it was ten. It was ten. Okay. And what's the what's the Verrazano? Verrazano. Uh, oh no, you're right. The Verrazano is ten. Throg's neck might be six or eight. <laughs> That's crazy. The Ridiculous. Gothels is is six. Well, to get out of uh, like the uh, the Walton the Ben is four bucks, right? Oh, it's it's a bargain it here. I thought it, no, I thought four. I thought the running joke four. was always that it was free to get into New Jersey, but you had to pay to leave. Yeah, yeah. yeah. same same thing. Same thing with New York. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I think, I think Ben Franklin is, is three, right? No, it's four. It's, it's four sure now. It's four. It's four. Yeah. But, it, but it will be five soon from what I've I don't know. It's not. It's three dollars. It's four dollars, so and I will bet you your house. I'm it's, not going to bet my house, but I think it's three. It's four. It's four. <laughs> yeah, I think it's four. God, you're such an a-hole. Well, uh, because I have an opinion because I think it's three dollars? Because that's about but, it. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty <laughs> oh, much okay. it. No, no. I mean, I come the over five, from Jersey a lot, okay. so I know the it's four. The $580 million over the... Kathy, shut your home! ...next five years will close the city's $700 million uh, budget deficit. Closed food and prescription drugs are exempt from the tax hike. Awesome! Ha! Huh? In sports this morning... Making his playoff debut, Cliff Lee tossed a complete game yeah. win. As the Phillies beat the Rockies 5-1 in game Lee, one of the Lee, NLTS Lee, yesterday Lee, afternoon. Lee, 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 Lee,
The Flyers, who are 3-0, are home tonight to face Sidney Crosby and the defending Stanley Cup champion Pittsburgh Penguins. Game time is 7 o'clock, and the Phillies are still the World Series yeah. champs. Yeah. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, cool. Thank you, Kath. Hang on. I've got a uh, guy on the line who wants to clear us up on the bridge thing. Hey, Johnny. <laughs> Yay! Yay! <laughs> How are you? Good, man. How are how are you, Johnny? <laughs> hey, every goddamn bridge is four dollars except for Tacony and the Burlington Bristol. They're only two. Yeah, right. I thought, I thought uh, the last time I went across Burlington Bristol, I realized that it was definitely much cheaper. That's because that one might collapse on your way. Yes, over. <laughs> it's <laughs> a rickety ass bridge. Yeah. yeah. And uh, what about anybody know about uh, Commodore Barry? I think that's four probably four bucks. Four dollars. Well, yeah. All right. Thank you, Johnny. We appreciate yeah. it. So yeah. Commodore Commodore Barry, Walt Whitman, Betsy Ross, and Ben Franklin are four, four bucks. Okay. Okay, and uh, Marissa got this in September of 2010. That's when they're going to raise it another buck. Great. So it'll be five bucks to get out. I, and I guess, uh, you know, three on the Coney Palmyra. It's, it's positively economical to drive around here compared to uh, New York. God, yeah, man. I had no idea it was that stupidly <laughs> yeah. expensive. It's Unbelievable. Ridiculous. All right, well, listen, we got a uh, busy day today. I had alluded to something great that we have to give away, and I will tell you exactly what that is. Kathy had mentioned the uh, the Flyers game tonight. Yeah. We have an entire suite a, uh, one of the balcony suites. Uh, we have all the tickets to that, and we are going to give those tickets away this morning. So we'll have nine pair of tickets to give away to the Flyers game tonight. Pretty sweet deal. I mean, and to see the game, that it's just awesome yeah. to have that. Sure. Oh, to have the suite? Oh, yeah. God, yeah. Uh, especially it makes it so much better. If you're a fan of watching the, the plays play out because you get the best view from up there, you see the whole rink, obviously, and, yeah. and you get an idea of how the plays are set up and how they follow through. And plus, you have a little breathing room. You have your own bathroom right there. It's a pretty sweet mm-hmm. setup. So we're going to give those away way with uh, one of the more stupid contests we've ever attempted, and uh, we'll tell you what that is. It was a Nick's brainchild, and yeah. we'll get the, take that out for a spin later It's on. as bare bones as you can get. Yeah, so uh, a good it, chance. It should be easy. Good chance for you to win, so we will have those uh, a little bit later on this morning. Uh, we are also going to have some guests on the show. Billy Gardell is going to be here. He's from. Uh, he's going to be at Helium Comedy Club. He's got a couple of shows coming up. We'll talk to him. Uh, we have uh, Justin Guarini yeah. in the studio. Yeah, Justin Guarini. The runner-up for American Idol. Season one. The very first one. Beaten by Kelly Clarkson. From the area. He'll be in the studio and is going to actually play a song this morning. Well, we figured we'd get him now. Well, uh, that whole first season American Idol buzz is still huge. Right. All right, maybe not, but okay. but you know, he, we you know he's, he's sort of been uh, uh, an ongoing punchline, and we figured, hey, let's finally meet the guy. Yeah, so he lives uh, in the area. So Justin Guarini is going to stop by later on this morning and perform live. Uh, we also have uh, we're going to send out and uh, and take him out for a spin and see how he does <laughs> uh, for a contest. Uh, Ed. Well, I, his name is not Ed Bartledo. It says Ed here on my <laughs> no. on my list. Ed Bassmaster, Ed Bassmaster. and uh, we are going to send him out to uh, be his Mumbles character. If you haven't seen it, uh, so damn funny. Go to uh, PrestonAndSteve.com. You can find a link, uh, or, or just go to YouTube and type in uh, Bassmaster or Bartledo or Mumbles or whatever. You'll find all his videos. He's funny as hell. He's from the area, and he's going to help us uh, give some stuff away to you, possibly an Xbox 360. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. So we have some birthdays today. It is the 8th of October. Daryl Hammond of Saturday Night Live has his 54th birthday today. They're, uh, they're using him in a very limited fashion now. Yeah. He's kind of uh, comes in and does his, uh, you know, uh, impressions and uh, not really in the rest of the show. 
But I think right now he's the longest. Right, he's the longest. It's got to be between him and Tim Meadows, right? I think yeah. he's. I think he's exceeded uh, Tim uh, Tim Meadows' history yeah, on I the think, show. Didn't Tim say that when he was here? When he, he was he in our studio, have, yeah. I, I think he said that that Daryl was there longer. Now, is he? Is this um, by choice or? I think it think- is. I think Daryl Hammond sort of like found his thing. He can go do yeah. the SNL stuff. He does his other stuff. It's actually a smart move to make because it's so hard to land a show that succeeds. Yeah, and, also, and SNL isn't going anywhere. And also, he's not. Uh, he, he probably doesn't care about jockeying for a place week to week right. on the, on the show. These these people are trying so hard to get their bits into the show. He's the impressionist. Uh, yeah, yeah. So so they write stuff for him, and he just yeah. comes in and does it. That is actually the best job to have <laughs> on that show. And he's not looking to be a leading man of his own movies. Nah, he's fifty four today. Uh, Sigourney Weaver, a big birthday for her today. She's sixty years old. I love her. Yeah. Still has a great body. One yeah. of the great, uh, maybe the greatest film heroine of all time. I and, mean, she uh, Ripley. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, in the Alien movies. Yeah. And, uh, of course, she was in uh, the Ghostbuster movies. Galaxy Quest. I, th- I love that movie. <laughs> she's great. And and uh, I love also how they, uh, for like a half of the movie, she's got her cleavage popped out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, <laughs> I forgot the name of the film, but uh, we had mentioned it before. Oh, with the Jennifer Love Hewitt? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Heartbreakers? Heartbreakers. Oh, God, does she look hot in that? And uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt is. Oh, oh amazing. Yeah. And she's she- hackman. Looks hot. Oh, what a oh, piece of ass. That nose. The ass on that deterred cutter on that dude. 60 years old today, Sigourney Weaver. Chevy Chase. Hey, uh, excuse me, Holmes. Uh-huh. Is uh, 66 <laughs> years old today. And he's got a new show. Community. Yeah. 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 He's funny he, in it. He is funny in it. Yeah. It's good to see him back. I've seen him interviewed a few times. I think the old super egotistical Chevy has been traded out for someone who's a little more humbled Good. and happy to have a job. You know what's kind of interesting about that show, Steve, is that Joel McHale is playing the, the real jerk on it. He's playing the Chevy Chase yeah. role of years ago. Yeah, yeah, I noticed that same dynamic. So, it's so Chevy wild. Chase kind of has this sweet role and yeah. he just wants to be friends with Joel McHale. It's, it's pretty funny. In right. the height of the SNL days when uh, it was the original cast, my friend and I, who were in high school at the time, said we were at a uh, college in the area and we wanted to come in and interview John Belushi. And uh, we rode up in the elevator with Chevy Chase, Michael O'Donohue, Paul Schaefer, and Belushi Ackroyd. It was it was unbelievable. And and the, the biggest dick of the lot was Chevy Chase. Yeah, uh, that's what I've heard. Uh, obviously, Caddyshack, uh, the National Lampoon vacation movies. I think this. you're all f- in the head. They're awesome. Us in the f- fun park, and you want to bail out? Well, I'll tell you something. This is no longer a vacation. It's a quest. It's a quest for fun. I'm gonna have fun, and you're gonna have fun. We're all gonna have so much. F- Fun will need plastic surgery to remove our goddamn smiles. You'll be whistling symphony doodah out of your holes. I love it. <laughs> Moosey's moose, we know. I love when he delivers the the very sped up eulogy. Yeah. Oh, dear God. And Edna's funeral. That was awesome. That movie is a classic. When they're at the rim of the Grand Canyon and like he has the cash and he's like, yeah, let's go. Let's go. And you know who was the main screenwriter on that? It was John Hughes. I did not know that. No. Wow. Well, he is 66 today, Chevy Chase. Reverend Jesse Jackson has his birthday today. The it's a wonderful date to share it with the birthday of Chevy Chase. Uh, social. <laughs> a big fan of the Fletch movies. Social and political leader. Uh, he's Humorous, a tumorous, and other words that end in us. <laughs> he is uh, 68 years old today. Uh, I was surprised. What, who? The best, the best, you know, the best Jesse Jackson story is, is he, he was, uh, he was uh, administering uh, to, um, 
Clinton about his uh, extramarital affairs. Well, he had one going on himself. Oh, yeah, right? that's right. That's correct. Who was it, though, that uh, you remember he made a surprise trip overseas to go uh, get someone released? What was that? Uh, Who, who's he, he actually? Yes. We were like kind of surprised. We were like, wow, he, he went over there and did that. Who was it? it was I forget. A, it, was it was a prisoner f- of some sort. It was fairly. It was in the last five years. Yeah, yeah uh, I know. I'll have to check. I can't remember. Rock me a wiki on that. On it. 68 today. Paul Hogan of the Crocodile Dundee movies. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, it is a knife. That's a knife. Yeah, he's uh, <laughs> 70 years old today. The huge mistake. The first one was sort of a lighthearted, lovable comedy, and the second one became a drug dealer movie. Yeah, and they tried to make, <laughs> they tried it, to make it an action movie. Got a little bit heavy. You're he correct. was all the rage, though, for a while. And I believe they made a, a third one, didn't Did they? they? Yes. Um, did it was they? like Crocodile Dundee in Los Angeles, and it was one of those ones that... Maybe was in the theater for a week and a half, and then oh, I yeah. tell you what, man. You know, uh, you know, at that point, he's been in the United States for fifty years. If he doesn't know the, you know, the verbiage and all that stuff, at that point, he's just retarded. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's uh, seventy years old today. Uh, Sunyi Previn, uh, the adopted daughter of Mia Farrow, and Andre Previn, and, and apparently has no problem with a, a tiny little creature crawling up on top of her. <laughs> that would be Woody Allen yeah. because they are now a couple, right? Let's, uh, let's get it on. They have been. I'll <laughs> And I'll come on, I'll climb up you slowly, and I'll, I'll play with the in party of duck days, and I'll cup, the, cup your ass cheeks. Am I turning you on? Uh, well, she's 39 years old. Today. She must leave like a, a puke bucket next to the bed. <laughs> Sorry, Woody, uh, just one second. <laughs> That really, uh, that really destroys my rhythm when you vomit. He's got to be seventy years old, right? I, I was mean, seventy years old when he started dating. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and I love Woody Allen, but oh, gee, God. what a horrible, stupid thing to do! Oh, disgusting! Uh, all right, here, here we go. This he's is... the one who, by the way, he's the one who came out in support of Roman Polanski. Yeah. Oh, that's like, right, d- dude. Shut your hole. Recently, yeah, you are correct. Uh, and then uh, shut <laughs> your hole. Nick pulled this up uh, with uh, Jesse Jackson. Says April nineteen ninety nine during the Kosovo War. Jackson traveled to Belgrade to negotiate the release of three U.S. POWs captured on the Macedonian border while patrolling with a U.N. peacekeeping unit. I don't think that was it. I think it was... Hmm. It, well, it was I one of them. Something like that. All right, and then... I'm a little perplexed. I saved the last <laughs> birthday for last. The last birthday, birthday for, for last. last. That's the beautiful. You birthday. saved the last <laughs> birthday for last. last. I'm going to use the first birthday for first. <laughs> yes. The last <laughs> birthday for last. <laughs> Well, you'll be happy to know that Thursday, October 8th, is the uh, 39th birthday of one Mr. Matt Damon. Oh! Happy birthday Matt to Matt. Matt Damon. As he's pushing push 40 Matt years Damon. old today. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. So, stop it. He's 39 years old today. If people don't know where that's from, it's from Team America. Yes, World Police. It's the marionette movie that the that Trey and. Uh, and Matt uh, did from South Park, and Matt, Matt Damon says in the movie, "Is that yeah. Matt Damon?" That's all he says. And listen about that movie. Uh, we were flying to Hawaii. My my friends uh, Will and Lori, who right. went along with us, they had never seen the movie, <sighs> so 
I lent it to him at some point in the moment. I'm like, here, if you guys need something to watch, watch this. And uh, so, like, a few hours go by, and all of a sudden, I just hear, you hear hysterical <laughs> laughter. Because they were, they were like a row up and, and, and a row over. And, and I'm like, they're I turn to my wife, I'm like, they're watching it. They're watching it right That's now. Funny. The movie Matt is so, Matt so Matt damn Damon. funny. It's unreal. Matt Damon. Right. Matt Damon. Stop it! He's 39 years old. Too, so there you go. No, I'm not even yeah, saying Yeah, don't it. even say it. That guy's 39. All right, Matt so Damon. let's get an answer to the stupid question. And remember, I saved the last birthday it's for last. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what famous band leader wrote It's Raining Man or co-wrote It's Raining Man? 215-263-WMMR. Let me get Eric on the phone. Eric, how you doing, man? Hey. 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 Yo, uh, Eric, what's the answer? Who co-wrote it? Paul Schaefer. Yes. It's raining Matt Damon. All right, Eric, since you got that right, uh, what do we have for you? We have uh, Californication, season one and two on DVD. Hang on just a moment, California. Here he comes, Rick Springfield. Casey's doing an awesome dance. Uh, guest stars on the third season of the hit Showtime original series, Californication, debuting Sunday at 10, and that's on Showtime. Are we still getting Paul Schaefer in, or is he, is he blowing off interviews? Yeah, he's, on the, he's on the phone. He's not in, but in. on. Okay. Friday, but, yeah. A Friday? All right. Tomorrow. Well, Steve and I were saying that, yeah. uh, you yeah. know, maybe since the, the Letterman thing, he may have canceled his... No, he's uh, trying to sell books. His interviews. Okay. Well, cool. We'll Because I'm reading his book, and he's the, the, the dude has encountered everyone. Sure. Yeah. So we'll talk to Paul tomorrow. All right. I do have some uh, pretty big stuff in uh, entertainment news. Matt Damon. Uh, no. Matt Damon. Actually, it's Anna Nicole Smith. Uh, oh. It's been revealed that she was investigated by the FBI in 2000 and 2001 in a murder-for-hire plot. Really? Yeah. Targeting the son of her late husband with whom she was embroiled, embroiled in a legal battle over his estate. Now she needn't have worried because he died. Yes. Yeah. Well, no, no. It, it wasn't him. It's the son. No, that's what I'm saying. The son died as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now she, yeah. Right. Well, she's dead, she's too. Dead too. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Isn't that funny how that all works? Isn't that sort of funny how they're all dead? It's, uh, it's un... <laughs> It's unclear how authorities became aware of the alleged scheme, but prosecutors ultimately decided there wasn't enough evidence to charge Smith with a crime. According to the investigation, so she she did a little she did a little investigating around to look for a uh, uh, sort of a gun for hire. Well, uh, according to the investigation documents, which were released under the Freedom of Information Act, a three fifty seven Smith and Wesson revolver was confiscated from her home, mm -hmm. along with a three and a half inch oh, stainless steel knife uh, for reasons that were not explained. And they beat you that much also. No worry, the bullets. A black and orange hat described as a Dr. Seuss hat. Yeah, that's well, uh, well that's the standard garb for most of your hitmen. Uh, when confronted about the alleged plot, Smith began crying and denied ever making such plans. I want you to rub out Tony and I want you to look like the cat in the hat when you do it. Uh, Smith wed, wed J. Har Howard Marshall II at the age of 26 when he was 89 years old. Wow. How I, I still and he was worth it. what was his what was his estimated it was worth close at the to time a billion dollars. Yeah. yeah, it was it was like nine hundred million. So imagine you're the family of this guy, and you're oh, thinking God. payday when he dies, and this bimbo moves in, marries him, and then the will is amended 
God. to cover this jackass. There's no better word than bimbo to use to describe her in that situation. <laughs> well, come right. on. Yeah. There's we there's a it's like distant family members, but something similar has happened. She's not like a young, you know, but she she was the the caregiver and she came in. She was a little bit younger, but came in and cared for him. It was a nurse that moved right. in and and same thing. He amended think- the will and it was like oh, everyone's like no. Kathy had a case where she was sort of finessing that. Sure. Deep? Okay. Sure. All right. Yeah. Is, he, is he alive or did he? He's still alive. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's that why sucks. if you have a rich relative that needs a caregiver, kill just, him yourself. No, <laughs> hire a ugly man. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know, don't hire a hot little. Thanks for doing that, Casey. I never realized I was gay. Yeah. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Uh, his yeah. hands were so tender. <laughs> so she was 26. He was 89. He died just over a year later of natural causes. Now, the younger Marshall, who has since died. Natural causes, meaning that a stiff breeze broke his neck. Uh, pursued a long legal oh fight God. to keep the Smith for, uh, Keep Smith uh, from collecting his father's oil wealth, uh, valued in hundreds of millions. And you know what? She was there. There was a picture of uh, of her up um, <laughs> before this awful one of her kissing him. But it looked like she, she was putting out Halloween decorations, <laughs> right? No, but she was she was really pretty. Oh, at she was at a one knockout. point, she oh, was gorgeous. gorgeous. Kathy, you know? I went and to go see her when yeah. she was the guest model because she was it. I was like, man, that's like Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, yeah. I had that poster up yeah. on my wall in college, and that's how hot she was. Yeah, she was the it gal for a stretch there. But they investigated her for a potential murder for hire. That's effed up. Isn't that wild? Yeah. And I, I wouldn't doubt it. You know, no. if, if she hit, if she and maybe, you know, I don't know if she was saying Howard K. Stern at the time or not, yeah. but her and somebody else probably, you know, a guy saying we need to off this guy, you know, so who knows? Sure. And she seemed very susceptible to suggestion. Exactly. A man claiming emotional damages is suing Michael Jackson's estate and Julian's auction house after they canceled an auction of MJ's belongings last April. Richard LaPointe claims that he successfully submitted bids for 82 items and may have been the highest bidder on, on not less than 88 additional no, items. that's ignorant. And that he received confirmation of his bids from the auctioners prior to the auction. <laughs> LaPointe says that he should be compensated for $5 million what? because that is the approximate value of the items he bid on in addition to emotional damages caused by the cancer. It must have just torn him up. Auction, This yeah. isn't the uh, the collection no. of items that included the uh, the boys' underwear, right? You know what they discovered? I'm not sure. I, I don't think so. I think these might be official, uh, you know, Jack family. Uh, right, items. because word was at a time that there was a warehouse. I think it was in New Jersey that housed some of his stuff. Yeah, and that included. Used boys' underwear. Yeah, so I, I, I don't think this was that one, but nonetheless, this guy's trying to sue. Uh, this is funny. Kevin Federline isn't only a deadbeat, he's a big fat slob, too. <laughs> That's what the wow. owners of a Tarzana, California home are claiming after Britney Spears' ex, who had been renting the property, allegedly skipped out on six months' rent and left the place in a disgusting mess. Uh, I have a description of some of the stuff. The, the owners... Uh, the owners are demanding $110,661 in back rent and damages, saying that KFED, among other tenant transgressions, left behind cigarette butts and empty beer bottles, spit marks on the exterior paint. You suck! Get off the stage, Whoa. ho! Drawings on the walls, uh, dead trees and plants from not watering, plus broken tiles, appliances and light covers, broke some, uh, like the dishwasher and all this stuff. You know he's doing Celebrity Fit Club. And he that is, is exactly yeah. it, yeah. He's doing Celebrity Fit Club. He's doing it. I think he's doing it with, uh, who's the other one? That um, Sebastian Bach. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. Really? I did hear he was going to be on He's giant? That. Yeah, he ballooned up. 
Uh, the unidentified owners who fired off a letter to Federline threatening him with a lawsuit said are said to be especially upset that he never returned the garage door opener, too. <laughs> and all that other crap, and they're concerned about the garage door opener. Yeah. Um, so he's going to be on Celebrity, Celebrity Fit Club. They should be able to find him pretty easy. But apparently he just trashed the place. So, and did you say he rented it? Yeah. Like, why are these big stars who have all this money renting places? I don't know. I, so they can trash it, I guess, and move on. That is kind of weird. Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, it's. I guess it's the they like to change things up. I well, guess. Well, and I. Th I mean, I think like some of the athletes who don't know if they're going to be in town very long, or right. you know, they, they kind of you can understand that. Well, I mean, well with Kevin Federline's fast paced career, right? Yeah, true. He is a big you don't star. know. Yeah, when when one great recording artist is going to call him, right? <laughs> this is Bono. We wouldn't want to work together again. <laughs> but he totally. He's this is Kevin there. When you're done eating, why did you come out? <laughs> Heard something new. They worked together we have before. A super three hundred ton stage. We tried to match your weight. <laughs> he could be Bono's backup. Yeah, case. yeah. It's a... Anyways, we'll just dance on you. <laughs> well, he uh, he apparently is... called theater in the fetter line. He is a, he is a destroyed this place, and they're suing him for over a hundred thousand uh, dollars. Levi Johnston. He is uh, Sarah Palin's. Uh, how is he related? He's he is Sarah Palin's daughter's. Ex-boyfriend. Uh, Ex-boyfriend, the one who knocked her baby. Up. Yeah. Right. Well, he is going to keep himself in the media spotlight with his attorney. Bristol's, Bristol's uh, former boyfriend. With his attorney announcing yesterday that the 19-year-old and father of uh, Sarah Palin's grandson will be posing nude for Playgirl, oh. which oh, is now published on. online. To get this ready. guy and Joe the Plumber need to get a variety act going again. Uh, <laughs> to get ready, Johnston is training with a bodybuilder in Alaska and is on a low-carb, high-protein diet. Uh, this news came one day after a tongue-in-cheek pistachio commercial featuring Johnson debuted. It does, it, it really, does it really, is this, is this going to carry any, I, it may move some magazines, but does anyone give a rat's ass? Have you seen that pistachio ad? No. It, it's, it's bad. It's Yeah, it's kind of cute for like a, a sort of chuckle, but it basically talks about him using protection, Preston, and oh. you know, that's the, the butt, butt of the joke. Uh, but uh, apparently, God, the relationship between him and the Palin has uh, been strained for a while now. Just a so, bit. Yeah, just a tiny bit. Uh, speaking of strained relationships, the woman at the center of David Letterman's sex scandal has reportedly been banned from going on to the CBS set where the late show is filmed. <gasps> TMZ.com reports that CBS is aware of the ban, which comes after... <laughs> Stephanie Burkett's ex-boyfriend allegedly tried to extort money from the host in exchange for keeping Letterman's affair with her a secret. Now, so, she doesn't work there anymore, right? She hasn't no. worked there in a while. Uh, let me right? see here. Well, despite the report, a spokesman for Letterman told Gossip Cop that Stephanie is on a paid leave of absence. I don't right? think you're right, Kathy. I think that she yeah. was his uh, yeah. personal assistant. She so, to how recently? Uh, very recently. Yeah. Well, then that that adds a whole because it was my understanding. I guess one of the stories, or one of the, I might have read what you read, Kathy, that that she was no longer working for him and had not been for a couple of years. But if he had an affair with her. And she was working in close proximity. That would make the wife's uh, yeah. dealing with yeah. it a lot harder. I, I might not be one hundred percent correct, okay. but what I what I think I understand is that she sort of rose through the ranks. She did some airtime. She was on TV with him, and then got away from doing the on air stuff. Right, and, and then became the assistant. Became the assistant, and wow. it's sort of a coveted job because she started out as an intern and then rose up to be the number one assistant for Dave. And apparently, though, they were they were making out all over the place. Did you read that in the uh, no? Yeah, the post reports that the 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 boy for the one who brought the blackmail uh, or attempted to blackmail Letterman. Yeah, what's his name? Holderman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he uh, spotted Letterman and this girl making out in a car about half a block down from his house. Really? Yeah. Wow. So, so is he, is the girl and, and this boyfriend still together? No, no. Okay, all right.
All right. Well, anyhow, they are they are making sure that she is not uh, does not come onto the lot at all and uh, stays yeah. away from there. Mm. Nick Nolte's son was arrested for suspicion of DUI and possession of a controlled substance. Well, that Just, makes like sense. Yeah. Yeah. Just like daddy. Just uh, like daddy. TMZ.com reports a 23 year old Brawley King Nolte. Well, the name alone would make me a drunk. Was nabbed after he struck another vehicle while making a lane change. After police came to the scene, they noticed that Nolte seemed intoxicated and arrested him after conducting field sobriety tests. And listen to this, but this is, uh, th- these guys have just got to be a huge white trash couple. A uh, police officer suing Randy Quaid's uh, wife, Evie, after she painted a sign on the side of a truck accusing the cop of taking illegal bribes. What? What? Yeah. TMZ.com reports that Evie painted the sign after she and Randy were arrested by Deputy James Davis in Texas last month. Davis's lawyer said, I represent a man who's been in law enforcement for 32 years and he's been accused of engaging in illegal activities, something he's never done. Uh-huh. I mean, come on, man. You know, it's a case where Dennis Quaid, uh, his brother, and the mother... Don't communicate with him because they think the wife really? is destroying his life. I didn't wow. know So that. they don't, they, Dennis Quaid and Randy Quaid have been estranged for quite a while because they think this woman is just poison. Wow. All right. And then uh, finally, Lindsay Lohan's mother, Dinah, is reportedly launching a shoe line. Uh, Coco Good. Perez. We have something to beat her with. Dot com <laughs> reports that the former reality show star has already began working on the venture, which will be named Shoehan. Oh, sure, or sh- I guess Shohan. S H. It's spelled shoe dash hand. But anyway, mm-hmm. I can think of another word. Additionally, the site reports that the elder Lowen will be the new spokesperson for the shoe retailer LoveMyShoes.com, which started near Dinah's home in Long Island, but has since gone nationwide. Mm. All right, now I got some clips yeah. that I like to play for you, and we are going to start with one from Leonard Nimoy. Oh, who's uh, on Fringe? And uh, he says that uh, uh, his, um, let me see here, fans are going to get to see him on the small screen tonight when he returns on the guest role of uh, Fringe. And Awesome show. Uh, he was last seen as Spock Prime in the new Star Trek movie, but Nimoy thinks that uh, he doesn't be, be back, He won't be back for the next film. Here we go. I frankly, frankly doubt that I will be called upon again. I think I was useful in his last film to help bridge between the original characters, the original actors, and, and the new cast. They have a wonderful new cast in place, and I'm, I'm sure they'll move ahead with them. I'm, I don't see at the moment why they would need me in the next film, although if, if they called me, I'd be happy to have a conversation about it. So probably not back. Have they, gentlemen, have they, Leonard Nimoy singing that. Have they indicated any uh, about the, the next Star Trek movie? Yet? Uh, no, okay. not as yet. Nothing I've heard. All right, but yeah. if you if you get a chance yeah. and uh, you know uh, you get a, a nice weekend to catch up on Fringe, it is a great show. All right, now we got another clip, and in the new comedy. Couples Retreat, Jason Bateman and Kristen Bell play a couple on the verge of divorce. Yeah, a couple. Uh, who asked their friends to join them on a retreat to a tropical paradise when the four couples descend on Bora Bora. They find out that the therapy sessions are not optional, and Bateman says that he had a lot of fun playing his anal character in the film. That's what it says here. Here we go. There's uh, nothing funny about a guy who uh, is relaxed and and can let everything roll off his back. So discomfort and um, embarrassment and humiliation is funny. And so if your character is halfway there, it makes your job a little bit easier. You don't have to act as hard. 
up my butt. So Jason Bateman looks like it might be a pretty good movie. Was well, it any word on what the reviews are on that? Yet? Not as yet. I haven't. Seen, I, I, I don't know if Rotten Tomatoes has any advance on it. All right. So that's uh, what I got entertainment wise for you. Preston and Steve on ninety three three WMMR. By the way, we're going to get uh, our good friend Ed Bassmaster on in a little while. And we're going to try to do a contest with this character <laughs> Mumbles. He just came in. He's got the fake teeth, the whole deal all set to go. Case, okay, so I think we're going to try that. Let's try that at the end of this break, okay? So it's going to take him a few minutes to get where we need him to be. Okay. Getting that right. For, he's, a, he's a method actor. Yeah, absolutely. Right. So, uh, Ed, if you're listening, just hang tight and uh, call in a couple minutes when you're when you're in place. Or is that him calling right now? I well, no, no that was us calling off. Okay, all right. Well, we'll wait a couple of minutes because I, I wanted to get to something real quick. You know, the, the Letterman thing, the story is is fully rolling now. But, but one of the things I want to go back to where this started was uh, that apparently... The the boyfriend of the girl that Dave was messing around with right. found out about the relationship by looking in her diary. Like a regular handwritten diary, right? Yeah, and, yeah. and had made copies of it, and that's what he was... He, he, he was working off of. To Letterman, yeah. Uh. But what adult keeps a diary? Like, I would think... I see it more as a child. You know, like, it's kind of like something you get, you know, as like a gift or something. Like, oh, here's a diary. Write down your thoughts. Yeah, like, but I, I think... <laughs> A diary is the little kid's word of saying it. Like, when you're an adult, it becomes a journal. A journal, a journal. Yeah. right. Yeah. 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 But who has time for that? My dad, uh, <laughs> my dad kept a journal for, uh, and still keeps it, I think. Really? For, you know, for, since, I mean, for about 40, 50 years. My grandfather did the same thing. Yeah. And my, when, when he passed away, my dad got to read it. And it was like reading his autobiography, which is pretty That's cool. pretty awesome. Well, yeah. I tell you what, you know, and, and uh, I want my dad around as long as forever. But the second he kicks, I'm going to throw it out. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. Steve. I mean, who needs that? It's, it's, it happened in the past. Yeah, about that. I'm, I'm, now, I'm in the now. I wish I had. I wish I had the time, the patience, and the uh, the creativity to write it all down. Because rather than just you know, I did this today, I did that today. You want to have you know, be able to. to I did the other thing. The other thing as well. <laughs> now, but I, I would never be able to do it. But people blog, and that's basically the same thing. It yeah. sort of is. Know? However, yeah. here you have there's 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 something to having, and it's it's actually a very blackmailable thing. Oh, totally. Having that hard copy, yeah. handwritten in a book. You know, in your handwriting, right? That that means you're the you're the one who did it. And I guess it's therapeutic for some people to to write down all this salacious stuff in their life because they have no that these are things that they won't tell people. Yeah, uh, I read my sister's diary. Did you? Yeah, she had she had one of those that had the little lock on it, you know, little yeah. key, and very I, tough to break. So yeah, come it. on. I mean, you just it's real easy to pop open. Dear diary, my brother thinks he's going to be a radio DJ, and he keeps practicing in his room. Make it stop. <laughs> no, but uh, I. I remember reading, I don't know, I was probably in like 7th or 8th grade or something like that. And this is when my sister was probably in like, uh, and it, it was old, you know, yeah. it had been sitting around it. It was when she was probably in 6th or 7th or 8th grade or something like that. And it was just filled with her stories of just smoking pot <laughs> with all wow. of her, her friends and stuff. And, he, and he's, uh, she's too young at that point for, for sex no, and stuff. No sex stuff, but it was all about doing bong hits, DBH and all the time. Uh, the female and, edition. Yeah. Had you guys ever, you ever read someone else's diary? They're, they're, uh. No, and I always wanted to. I always really? wanted to violate that trust. Or if you, if you had a child <laughs> who had a diary, would you read it? Sure. Yes. Well, that, yeah. I, I would, yeah. yeah. I would, yeah. yeah. I, I, listen, as, as seventh, eighth grade, that's it. That's, 
I think that's okay to, you know, when you're that age, you don't know any better. You want, as an adult, that is unacceptable for this guy to take this other, but unless it's your kid's diary. Because I, I, I will violate all of my kids' um, privacy. privacy. Well, this, this, yeah. guy was, this guy was old enough to sort of be her dad. So in that way, maybe he considered it his daughter's diary. No, so that's unacceptable to read a, a spouse's or, you know, a girlfriend or a boyfriend's diary. Is it acceptable diary? to give it to a neighbor, ask them to read it, and cut mm. right? a report for you. I don't know. If you're writing in a diary, I mean, that's just it's the same thing like making a sex tape. It, you're making it so that someone is eventually going to find it and watch it, and that's the same thing with a diary. Someone's going to find it, break into it, and read it. But isn't there somebody on the show who read something in someone's diary and it was like, it was bad? or What? Yeah. Someone no. here? Okay. I, not yeah. that right. I remember. Okay. Right. Okay. No, no, no. no. Uh, yeah, okay. You were okay. thinking of some other show. I wasn't show. sure if it, if it was allowed to be talked about. You were thinking of Ed okay. Harvey. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I mean, uh, people will write down you know, affairs that they've had and stuff like that, or, or right. kids of, of having their first time having sex and stuff like that. Sure. I mean, and I'm sure that parents have found stuff, and then you have to decide whether you confront your kids about it or not because you're you're, uh, you're admitting that you've gone into their inner sanctum and violated. I it. think at a certain point, yeah, you got the right to do that if you're a parent and you suspect and it's and it's borne out. But uh, like, what's the end result of 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 a diary or a journal when you're like sixty or seventy? Do you, do you think people just actually sit down and read through the pages of their life? Yeah, I think they do. They I, do. I, I think yeah. that gives them because you you forget so yeah. much stuff that you do on your day to day basis, and yeah. this helps you remember that kind of thing. I don't I don't know if I want to remember a lot of it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I do wish I I had a, a some sort of a recollection of you know you know maybe the minor things I I've, I've done in my life because I do for the most part remember a lot. You have of, a really good memory uh, about my childhood and but the, the my 20s I know more about your childhood than I know about mine right <laughs> and I don't know why but like I my memory from 0 to 18 is really good and then 18 to now well, a little foggy you know, you know what yeah. a couple of years ago I would I I have stuff that I just saved it's just my box of junk just stuff over the years and in there are some notes from like junior high from middle school and high school and I've gone back and looked at those and not only do I not remember what they're talking about I don't even remember the people that wrote them <laughs> so there are a lot of things of your Is it freaky? Life that you think you may remember that, that right. you, you know you don't there are a lot of things that happened that you don't recall so this might come in handy I've written comedy and written skits and stuff all throughout my life and I'll, I will save that stuff you know and uh, when you go back and you look at that stuff it's like Wow, that, that was been, that's not even my style. Yeah, let me go to Jen here. Hey, Jen, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Got Duke. Got Duke. What's up, Jen? I got caught reading my stepmother's diary when I was like 15. Yeah. Um, me and my sister, we found like eight or nine diaries in her office. And they were fine. That's all right. Potty mouth. Okay. So anyway, no, it was it was full of uh, this is your stepmother's diary, and it was full of all kinds of dirty, right. salacious, sexy stuff. Like, well, her masturbating. Wow. Um, yeah, it was full. Of Why do you write that in a journal? <laughs> yeah. Doesn't your hand already know about it? <laughs> no. And then this was the kicker. She talked about how she lost her virginity to my father. Oh, really? She married when she was like over thirty. So yeah. she was a virgin up to the point of uh, being 30 years old? Yes. So What did this, what did this woman look like? Yeah, is she hot? Oh, not good. Yeah. <laughs> not a good-looking woman. So then the, the self-pleasuring must have been that much more erotic to imagine her doing that. So she, she put pretty much everything in the book. Did you get caught because of this? Oh, yeah. My sister, my older sister, told my mother, who's, like, really vindictive and angry that my father left her. 
So my mom got on the phone and called my father and just told him everything in the diary. Oh. And he came to my friend's house, picked me up, took me home. They, like, sat me down, like, judgment style in front of them. Yep. And uh, took away my license for three months. And Well, your, your um, biological mom set you up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that sucks. Wow. It does that blow. Sucks. Your own mom doesn't uh, have your back. Press, I'm surprised that your sister put all that stuff in her diary. I mean, you thought you talk about... But like, listen, that's the stuff you don't want to get caught doing. That's so, like, so if, if you come home, right, and 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 listen, I didn't do much in high school. I smoked cigarettes, and that was basically all right. I really did. I drank, a, you know, a handful of times. But if I if I made it through that that time, not getting caught drinking, you know. I would not write that down yeah. so my parents, you know, five months later could pick, you know? Oh, you're just begging for it. I remember yeah. writing something out in my yearbook because it, it, it alluded to the fact that I was smoking cigarettes, you know? It, it was like, yo, dude, had a great time smoking cigs with you, you know? Yeah. Uh, my you cig know. smoking buddy. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, my parents can't know that I smoke cigarettes. And I whited that stuff out. Nothing raises you, suspicion yeah. more than a whited out section of someone's diary. <laughs> and you had DBH all over your yearbook. DBH yeah. all over my yearbook and pot leaves and all kinds of stuff. It was stupid. I, aren't there a lot of people who will have two diaries? The one that is allowed to be read and then the one that's like the super secret it's one? Like, like two sets of, uh, of accounting uh, ledgers. Yeah. You know, one, yeah. The, the, the books that you're cooking right. and the ones that you present to the, the uh, IRS. The journal is the one that people can read. The diary is right. the one that people can't read. That's the one that goes in between the mattresses. My deepest thoughts. Let me go to uh, Brandy, who is 14 years old. Hey, Brandy, how you doing? Good, how are you? Good, what's up, Brandy? Um, when I was 12, I had a diary, and my dad read it, and it had to be the most embarrassing thing that has ever happened to me. So your, your dad, you know, you, did your dad tell you that he had some suspicions about stuff you were doing, or did he just kind of do it for recreation? No, he just kind of did it. Okay. And, he, and what did he find out, Brandy? He found out all my boyfriends, my ex-boyfriends, who I liked, um, everything, everything I ever did. Uh, it, 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 I mean, you were 12. It yeah. couldn't have been that bad. No, it, it was pretty bad. <laughs> it was you pretty know, bad? When you're well, 12, well, it, it is 14 bad. right now, though. Well, yeah, she's yeah, 14. Okay. What, I mean, so did he freak out? Was this stuff bad enough to make him freak out? Um. He got really, really, really mad, and he still bothers me about it to this day. Okay. So that, now, did you stop keeping a diary? Yes. 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 <laughs> there you yeah. go. Yeah. I don't care. You know, but the great thing is these, 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 uh, all these diaries, especially the ones that girls have, come with these incredible Fort Knox locks <laughs> oh, yeah. that are impossible to break through unless you put a, a safety pin in there. Yeah, right? like a little butterfly lock or yeah. a heart lock. Well, um, I don't know. I'm going to get through this one, Lou. I think that, that all the kids should know when their parents give them a diary, they want them to write in it so that they can find it and read it. Sure. That's the reasoning for the gift. You know what? In, instead of just doing that, put, put one of those, those, uh, those boards up on the refrigerator and just ask them to write on that because you're going to read it anyway. <laughs> right. You know what? Maybe, yeah. Maybe I'll, I'll trick my kids. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start keeping a diary so they think it's normal. Yeah, and then, cool. oh, hey, and on your 10th birthday, you'll get your own diary. Do you know what you do, Case? Hey. Have it so that have like a two-way mirror under the thing that they write on. Yeah. <laughs> just sit under there. Hey, Nick, did we ever find your diary? You know what? No. Um, it's buried somewhere. I'll, I'm not good at... There are so many things I want to bring in for you guys. It's been serialized as a 12-part uh, novel is, yeah, in the yeah. Advocate magazine. It is being turned into a screenplay, Steve. And uh, yes, uh, the village voice is very happy. He had such beautiful hands. <laughs> he held me down on the ground. I couldn't fight back. Broke back too. <laughs> um. <laughs>
and he did break my back. He's kind of fat. No, you know what, Kathy? It's in, it's in the pile where my yearbooks are and where my uh, incriminating photos from college are. So one of these days, I'll find that box and I'll bring them all in. You will, you will you be uh, a hero if you are if you have the guts to turn over your uh, oh, journal. You guys already have so. I'm such a girl. I, I've just I've given up. You have to get it. it yeah. Did you have one of those ridiculously um, tiny locks on it? No, it, oh, you know, okay. it was like one of those uh, black and white composition books. Okay, okay. Uh, for uh, school. So those I blew you my first date. I know that <laughs> was when you blew your first date. January one, two thousand nine. <laughs> Play that again. I blew my first date. That's a recent entry. Yeah. Hang on, let me go to uh, <laughs> Laura. <laughs> hey, Laura, how you doing? I'm good. You guys rock. Thank oh! you, Laura. What's going on? Um. Well, it wasn't exactly a diary. It was old high school notes that I had kept. Okay. Because I thought it'd be funny to read them one day. Yeah. It was a scream. <laughs> <laughs> well, my parents moved after high school and I was off at college so they packed up my room for me and my father found one of those notes where my high school boyfriend was saying a lot of things and I think we were fighting at the time and he's like oh well we lost our virginity to each other so he, your, your parents found out how you lost your virginity yeah, yeah. Uh, all right and and did they did they let obviously they let you know this were they oh yes they let okay. me know I mean, did, did they it... gave me the disappointment talk and the disappointment? Wait, you were headed off to college. college. <laughs> She's laughing. A disappointment. When did they? They knew it eventually was going to happen. It wasn't. It wasn't like you're in the back of a produce truck with migrant workers. It was with your boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was really embarrassing. First off, by the way, what compelled you to allow your parents to pack up your room? Yeah, I didn't even know they were doing it. Oh, all right. Yeah, just and go in and go in and putter around for a while. Yeah, but you're a teen. You've, if there's, you can get out of doing anything. You, you let them do it. Even that, would you have? Would you, as a teenage girl, let your parents come in and yeah, break down your I room? Didn't, I didn't have anything. I just had clothes that I bought that I didn't tell them I bought. <laughs> that was it. Ooh, <laughs> oh, telling. You're a regular uh, Bonnie and Clyde, yeah, right? <laughs> no, there was nothing in there. Let me go to uh, dear diary. I purchased some clothes today. today. <laughs> I didn't tell anybody. <laughs> Going to burn in hell. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, I got uh, Lori on the line. Hey, Lori, good morning. Hey, how you doing? You guys rock. Thanks, Lori. Oh, What's up? A couple years ago, my son was up in his uh, grandfather's attic looking for something and came across the box of mine that had some stuff from high school, like a diploma and some trophies, and he came across a diary of mine. Right. And it was from 1980. And I was in 10th grade, and every single page in the diary, I wrote about how I got stoned with all my friends. I got high before school. I got high during school. I got high after school. Right, right. DBH. You know, and I'm trying to tell my son all these years that, you know, you don't do drugs. It's bad for you. I never did drugs at your age. And and he found it. Well, it's at that time, I think, as as a concerned parent that you say you're actually not my child. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's uh, that's why. He's now that age, and you know he's he's a pretty smart kid, and I uh, I don't think he 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 knows enough that 
Well, I hope he does. <laughs> right, right, right. I tricked my yeah. parents, so... Read his I, diary. I know the signs to look for, so... All right, cool. Actually, can you even lie about that? Like, Press, are you going to tell your kids that you didn't do any of that? Like, it's like Back to the Future. I never drank alcohol with a boy. I never sat in a parked car with a boy. And then, like, you know, here he is sitting with her in a park. Right, right, right. She's drinking. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, I don't know. I, I, think, I, I think when you're a parent, and I'm not a parent, so I don't know, but you just... You just lie. You just you know lie. What? You fact, tell them they have to do the right thing. Kathy, there was a study that came out the other day that said how much parents lie to their children, and it is a ridiculous amount. Yeah. And you do... And listen, it's out of protection. I mean, and, and you... you that There are things that, that kids won't understand until they get a little bit older. And yeah, it, it stands for Delaware Beaver Hospice. <laughs> <laughs> DBA? Yes. Yeah. Delaware Beaver Hospice. Yeah, or sick beavers who have to convalesce. Yeah. He was a volunteer. But there. Preston, I mean, your life is, as a parent is so much different because everything about your personal life, I mean, you, you don't hide anything. You air it all. Right. And it's all on in podcast form. Yeah. yeah. All, yeah, all of that can be found. And, <laughs> yeah. You know, you're doing, you're, you're doing a daily diary. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Right. We are. Except you everyone know reads ours. I, I'm, I'm not ashamed of what I did in high school. Now, college is another story. Right. So, like, right. uh, you know, but I can actually say to my kids, didn't smoke pot in high school, and I drank like a handful of times. I got caught by my parents. It's not worth it. But yeah. what about you know when they what find mean? the pictures of you getting your taint tattoo? Hey, I was an adult, and I made an adult decision. <laughs> yes. That's right. I based, paid, your, based on scientific data. I paid your college tuition. When they, when they see you getting with shot that. by a thousand paintballs. Yeah. I don't know. I think you laid on your back with your legs spread open and me right next to you looking at yeah. your balls. I don't know. That's a picture you're going to have to Well, you know what? Believe it or not, I had actually requested that no pictures or video be taken of that. And yeah, then pictures that worked and, well, didn't it? Yeah, pictures and video were taken <laughs> of that. So I'm suing you all. All right, listen, just a couple more calls and we got to check in with Ed Bassmaster who is set to go. But I got to go to uh, Sam real quick. Hey, Sam, how you doing? Hey, I'm good. How are you guys? Good. What's up, Sam? Um, I was in middle school going through my customary, you know, gothic, I hate the world phase. Yeah. I was deep in a journal of, like, all these what was me, you know, poems. And I find out years later that my mom was snooping through my room, and she had sent me to therapy for it. And oh. I had no idea why she was putting me through therapy. So I'm like, I'm not trying to kill myself. So you, and yeah, so she, she interpreted that as being real. And yeah. <laughs> so how it long was, did you, so ridiculous. how long did you spend in therapy? Three years. Oh, Sam, how, wow. how old are you? I, I'm 21. You're 21. You sound exactly like this girl at DRE, this goth, goth girl that used to call me all the time. That wouldn't be you, would it? <laughs> no. Okay. okay. All right. Just curious. Um, but you know what? Yeah. And and so did when did she eventually tell you that she had found this stuff out? You know, through your diary. Oh God, I was in like I was in high school when I was um. I was I was going through something strange, and I was crying about it. And she was like, you know, I have to tell you something. You know how you were in therapy? And I was like, uh, yeah. And she goes, oh, that's because I found a journal in your um, closet. And it was, like, in a big Tupperware box, like, in the bottom of my closet. So she was, like, <laughs> oh, getting man. in there. So did you it. find that funny, Sam, or were you pissed off? I, I think it's hilarious. Okay. I mean, I mean I'm not... Suicidal or anything? So I didn't take no. You in fact, you're you more homicidal. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. <laughs> Gonna well, kill her. Was therapy good for you, even though you didn't think you needed it? I I mean, uh, there's always a reason to go to therapy, but there's always room for jello. <laughs> but not because I wanted to kill myself. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, thank you, Sam. Uh, and then one last call. Uh, let me go to uh, Jen. Hey, Jen, how you doing? Hey, uh, you guys rock. Oh, thank, you. thank you, Jen. What's right up? back at you. So, um, 
Um, my boyfriend and I have been together um, for like six and a half years, and a couple years ago, I keep I used to keep a journal, and a couple years ago, I had uh, left it out on the coffee table in the in the uh, living room, and we were like going through some stuff at the time, and in it. He has two children, and in it I had ranted and raved about how much I disliked children. He had bought me, like, flowers home, and um, I was talking about how they looked like they were cheap and from a grocery store, and how I was sick of him commenting on my hair and what I wore and everything. Right, so you were were trashing him. Uh, Totally, and I woke up in the middle of the night, and he was like, getting ready to leave like he had all his stuff on and was like walking out the door but wouldn't tell me why but um you know eventually after like an hour of like arguing like what's going on he like told me oh well i read your journal and uh you hate you know, my kids yeah <laughs> yeah well that, that you obviously could see he had a reason to leave oh well totally yeah, yeah. But, you know it was, it was all out of like anger at the moment that I was writing it. It wasn't, like, really meant for anyone to, like, see. It was not like that I treat his kids like that I... No, you, it, it's it, it's the best of uh, of both of, of both worlds. You you get to have the kids and secretly hate them, right? <laughs> totally. Yeah. All right, Jen. Thanks. I I've decided that I I don't want to know people's secret thoughts. Yeah, I, I just don't. It, it can't. Your best friend, your absolute confidant, the person that you've known the longest in your life, has probably talked behind your back. Before. Absolutely. And in fact, I know they have. Probably yep. on many occasions. That doesn't mean that they've they done little films where they pretend they're you. <laughs> that they don't love you to death, but still. Okay, I'm an idiot. <laughs> Everybody. DBH. DBH. One time Nick accidentally sent me an email that, was, that <laughs> oh he thought was sending to Kathy yeah. and totally trashing me. <laughs> and I felt like an a-hole for ever, still. Yeah. And, and, I, and I fired back. I'm like, look, dude, don't worry about it. I say stuff about you, too. <laughs> I say stuff about everybody in this room. We all get on each other's nerves at one time or another. It's natural. It's no big deal, but don't ever effing do it again. Yeah. You know, I even, I even, I even, we even fight on uh, the new show I'm going to. Yeah. Oh, why? <laughs> yeah. Whoopi? Yeah. I'm doing the Whoopi show. Nice, man. Uh, All right. Well, here's what we need to do. I need to get some some callers on the line. We are going to uh, try something out, uh, something we've never attempted, so it's destined to fail. Oh, no, because we actually have someone who's good at what they do. We have one competent person in this whole mix. Who is very talented, (laughs) yes. And uh, we are going to send Ed Bassmaster, and as his character mumbles, if you have not seen this guy's videos on YouTube, you've got to go. They're laugh-out-loud funny, and he's got hundreds of videos. Yeah. And uh, we'll, we'll put a link up on uh, PrestonandSteve.com to make it very simple for you to see his videos. But his character, uh, Mumbles, who we've played clips from, uh, you know, one of the things that he says is Bartle do, which is just, it's gibberish. It's, it's, it's nothing. complete gibberish. But I love it. And uh, we are going to do an attempt, and I'm going to need a couple of callers on the line, 215-263-WMMR. We're going to send, uh, send Mumbles through a, uh, a drive-thru at a restaurant. And he is going somewhere to, around the Philadelphia area. Yeah, and he is going to uh, talk to the person working the drive-through. We're going to put a minute on the clock, and he is going to do his uh, his gibberish. And if he can get them to say the word Bartle do back to him, 
then it may win you something. And you know what? Even if they don't say say it back, you can win something. So I'm going to get two callers on the line. One is going to be designated as no, he will not be able to get them to say Bartle do, and another one will be yes, he will be able to say Bar- get them to say Bartle do within a minute, and that will decide who the winner is. Now, also we have four different prizes that you can win, and they are numbered here. We're going to have you pick a number, and that will designate what prize you've won. We have within there some cases of Coors Light. We have tickets to see Doug Stanhope, and we also have an Xbox 360. A South Park custom Xbox console and a year of Xbox Live subscriptions and a whole bunch of other goodies. Well, that's what you get, but I want to remind you to download the new South Park Let's Go Tower Defense Play game now available exclusively on Xbox Live. Nice. You guys ready to try this? Yes. All right, let's uh, let's get Mumbles on the line, and uh, I think he's there. Ed, are you there? Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> he's got his teeth in. How far away are you from uh, ordering? 20 feet. <laughs> just a few feet, I guess? Yeah. We may not understand a single word yeah. he says. But uh, the, the most important thing is this, to see if we'll be able to hear the actual person. Right. Talking, this is our test run. Talking back on the speaker. Now, I have callers on the line. I have, uh, hang on just a moment, uh, Ed. Stay there. I have uh, John on the line. John, are you there? Going on, guys. All right, John, since you got in first, we're going to say that you are designated... Yes, that he will be able to get him to go within one minute, okay? Sounds good. All right, hang on just a second. And then we have uh, listener Tom. Tom, are you there? How could you slap? How right. could you slap? Tom, you're going to be no. If he cannot get him to say Bartle do, you'll win, okay? All right. All right, hang on just a moment. All right, Ed? Yeah. Whenever you're ready. <laughs> I'm ready. All right, All right, do it up, man. Pull on up. It may take a second or two for him to get to... Uh, the window. There you go. Grab we'll, all stank. We'll start the timer as soon as we hear the other the the person speak on the uh, uh, the work in the drive through, <laughs> and we'll put a minute up. And um, they may shamble crabbles. They will shamble the crabbles. What the bar will do at? Bar will do. Bar will do. Can't hear him. Can't hear anything. I know. Yeah, well, they saw the camera, much of old crap mall stank on that deal. <laughs> they saw the camera. <laughs> they saw the camera. <laughs> all right, and that's a no deal. All right, all right. All right, all right we will take that as a no, but uh, here's the deal. Ed, we're going to have to make sure that, that you hold the phone a little bit closer to you when you're talking because we can barely hear you, all right? All right. All right, then. So that's a no. All right, hang on the line. Hang on just a moment. That means that we Tom. do have a winner, and yes. that is uh, Tom. All right, yeah. Tom, my friend. You're the winner in the Bartle Do. Now, here's the deal. Pick a number between one and four, and that will decide what your prize is. Okay. Uh, let's go with uh, three. Three. All three, right. right. Casey, what do we have for him? All right. We have tickets to see Doug Stanhope October 17th at the Trocadero Theater. Some tickets do remain. Just a few at Ticketmaster.com. Do you say Trocadero? Trocadero. Hang on, Tom. We're going to get your information. We'll set you up with those tickets. All right, now, Ed can go right to another place, right? Yes. All right, Ed, here's a suggestion I have. With our videographer, 
before they pull up to the uh, to the drive through get out of the car and get a close-up away from the car. Like, in other words, have Nick, who's videotaping, stand outside the car and get an angle on him so that we can see what's going on. Okay. okay. All right. And also, don't we have two cell phones? We do have two cell phones should, should for we that have, reason. Should we have... Let's have them both going. All right. Okay. We'll, we'll talk about we, this yeah, We just though. wanted yeah. to see... Yeah, okay. All right. Work. So, so, so we figured that out. Now, we'll come back in a moment, and we will do this again in just a second. We'll see if we can get a little bit better audio on this. But I think he can get somebody to say, what is a Bartle do? I bet he can. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. By the way, we're going to get uh, our good friend Ed Bassmaster on in a little while. We're going to try to do a contest with this character, Mumbles. He just came in. He's got the fake teeth, the whole deal all set to go. Okay, so I think we're going to try that. Let's try that at the end of this break, okay? So it's going to take him a few minutes to get where we need him to be. Okay. Getting that right. For, he's, a, he's a method actor. Yeah, absolutely. Right. So, uh, Ed, if you're listening, just hang tight and uh, call in a couple minutes when you're when you're in place. Or is that him calling right now? I well, no, no that was us calling off. Okay, all right. Well, we'll wait a couple of minutes because I, I wanted to get to something real quick. You know, the, the Letterman thing, the story is is fully rolling now. But, but one of the things I want to go back to where this started was uh, that apparently... The the boyfriend of the girl that Dave was messing around with right. found out about the relationship by looking in her diary. Like a regular handwritten diary, right? Yeah, and, yeah. and had made copies of it, and that's what he was... He, he, he was working off of. To Letterman, yeah. Uh. But what adult keeps a diary? Like, I would think... I see it more as a child. You know, like, it's kind of like something you get, you know, as like a gift or something. Like, oh, here's a diary. Write down your thoughts. Yeah, like, but I, I think... <laughs> A diary is the little kid's word of saying it. Like, when you're an adult, it becomes a journal. A journal, a journal. Yeah. right. Yeah. 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 But who has time for that? My dad, uh, <laughs> my dad kept a journal for, uh, and still keeps it, I think. Really? For, for, since, I mean, for about 40, 50 years. My grandfather did the same thing, yeah. and my when when he passed away, my dad got to read it, and it was like reading his autobiography, which is pretty That's cool, pretty awesome. Well, yeah. I tell you what, you know, and, and uh, I want my dad around as long as forever, but the second he kicks, I'm gonna throw it out. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up, Steve. I mean, who needs that? It's, it's, it happened in the past. Yeah. Yeah. About that. I'm, I'm, now, I'm in the now. <laughs> I wish I had. I wish I had the time, the patience, and the uh, the creativity to write it all down. Because rather than just you know, I did this today, I did that today. You want to have you know, be able to. I did the other thing. The other thing as well now but I, I would never be able to do it but people blog and that's basically the same thing it sort of is know? however yeah. here you have there's 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 something to having and it's it's actually a very blackmailable thing oh totally. having that hard copy yeah. handwritten in a book you know in your handwriting right that that means you're the you're the one who did it and i guess it's therapeutic for some people to to write down all this salacious stuff in their life because they have no that these are things that they won't tell people yeah uh, i read my sister's diary did you yeah she had she had one of those that had the little lock on it you know a little yeah. key and very I, tough to break so yeah come it. on i mean you just it's real easy to pop open Dear diary my brother thinks he's going to be a radio dj and he keeps practicing in his room make it stop <laughs> no but uh i I remember reading, I don't know, I was probably in like 7th or 8th grade or something like that. And this is when my sister was probably in like, uh, and it, it was old, you know, yeah. it had been sitting around it. It was when she was probably in 6th or 7th or 8th grade or something like that. And it was just filled with her stories of just smoking pot <laughs> with all wow. of her, her friends and stuff. And, he, and he's, uh, she's too young at that point for, for sex no, stuff. No sex stuff, but it was all about doing bong hits, DBH and all the time. Uh, the female and, edition. Yeah. Had you guys ever, you ever read someone else's diary? They're, they're, uh. No, and I always wanted to. I always yeah. wanted to violate that trust. Or if you, if you had a child <laughs> who had a diary, would you read it? Sure. Yes. Well, that, yeah. I, I would, yeah. yeah. I would, yeah. yeah. I, I, listen, as, as seventh, eighth grade, that's it. That's, 
I think that's okay to, you know, when you're that age, you don't know any better. You want, as an adult, that is unacceptable for this guy to take this other, but unless it's your kid's diary. Because I, I, I will violate all of my kids' um, privacy. privacy. Well, this, this, yeah. guy was, this guy was old enough to sort of be her dad. So in that way, maybe he considered it his daughter's diary. No, so that's unacceptable to read a, a spouse's or, you know, a girlfriend or a boyfriend's diary. Is it acceptable diary? to give it to a neighbor, ask them to read it, and cut mm. right? a report for you. I don't know. If you're writing in a diary, I mean, that's just it's the same thing like making a sex tape. It, you're making it so that someone is eventually going to find it and watch it, and that's the same thing with a diary. Someone's going to find it, break into it, and read it. But isn't there somebody on the show who read something in someone's diary and it was like, it was bad? or What? Yeah. Someone no? here? Okay. I, not yeah. that right. I remember. Okay. Right. Okay. No, no, no. no. Uh, yeah, okay. You were okay. thinking of some other show. I wasn't show. sure if it, if it was allowed to be talked about. You were thinking of Ed okay. Harvey. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I mean, uh, people will write down you know, affairs that they've had and stuff like that, or, or why, kids why? Of, of having their first time having sex and stuff like sure. that. I mean, and I'm sure that parents have found stuff, and then you have to decide whether you confront your kids about it or not because you're you're, uh, you're admitting that you've gone into their inner sanctum and violated. I it. think at a certain point, yeah, you got the right to do that if you're a parent and you suspect and it's and it's borne out. But uh, like, what's the end result of 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 a diary or a journal when you're like sixty or seventy? Do you, do you think people just actually sit down and read through the pages of their life? Yeah, I think they do. They I, do. I, I think yeah. that gives them because you you forget so yeah. much stuff that you do on your day to day basis, and yeah. this helps you remember that kind of thing. I don't I don't know if I want to remember a lot of it. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? I do wish I I had a, a some sort of a recollection of you know you know maybe the minor things I, I I've done in my life because I do for the most part remember a lot. You have of, a really good memory a, about my childhood but the, the my 20s I know more about your childhood than I know about mine right <laughs> and I don't know why but like I, my memory from 0 to 18 is really good and then 18 to now well, a little foggy you know, you know what yeah. a couple of years ago I would I, I have stuff that I just saved it's just my box of junk just stuff over the years and in there are some notes from like junior high from middle school and high school and I've gone back and looked at those and not only do I not remember what they're talking about I don't even remember the people that wrote them <laughs> so there are a lot of things of your Is it freaky? Life that you think you may remember that, that right. you, you know you don't there are a lot of things that happened that you don't recall so this might come in handy I've written comedy and written skits and stuff all throughout my life and I'll, I will save that stuff you know and uh, when you go back and you look at that stuff it's like Wow, that, that was mean. That's not even my style. Yeah, let me go to Jen here. Hey, Jen, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Got Dukes. Got Dukes. Dukes. What's up, Jen? I got caught reading my stepmother's diary when I was like 15. Yeah. Um, me and my sister, we found like eight or nine diaries in her office. And they were fun. That's all right. Potty mouth. Okay. So anyway, no, it was it was full of. Uh, this is your stepmother's diary, and it was full of all kinds of dirty, right. salacious, sexy stuff. Like, well, her masturbating. Wow. Um, yeah, it was full. Of Why do you write that in a journal? <laughs> yeah. Doesn't your hand already know about it? <laughs> no. And then this was the kicker. She talked about how she lost her virginity to my father. Oh, really? She married when she was like over thirty. So yeah. she was a virgin up to the point of uh, being 30 years old? Yes. So what, did this, what did this woman look like? Yeah, is she hot? Oh, not good. Yeah. <laughs> not a good-looking woman. So then the, the self-pleasuring must have been that much more erotic to imagine her doing that. So she, she put pretty much everything in the book. Did you get caught because of this? Oh, yeah. My sister, my older sister, told my mother, who's, like, really vindictive and angry that my father left her. 
So my mom got on the phone and called my father and just told him everything in the diary. Oh. And he came to my friend's house, picked me up, took me home. They, like, sat me down, like, judgment style in front of them. Yep. And uh, took away my license for three months. And Well, your, your um, biological mom set you up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that sucks. Wow. It does that blow. Sucks. That does your own mom doesn't uh, have your back. Press, I'm surprised that your sister put all that stuff in her diary. I mean, you, thought, you talk about... But like, listen, that's the stuff you don't want to get caught doing. That's so, like, so if, if you come home, right, and 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 listen, I didn't do much in high school. I smoked cigarettes, and that was basically all right. I really did. I drank, a, you know, a handful of times. But if I if I made it through that that time, not getting caught drinking, you know. I would not write that down yeah. so my parents, you know, five months later could pay, you know? Oh, You're yeah. just begging for it. I yeah. remember writing something out in my yearbook because it, it, it alluded to the fact that I was smoking cigarettes, you know? It, it was like, yo, dude, had a great time smoking cigs with you, you know? Yeah. Uh, my you cig know. smoking buddy. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, my parents can't know that I smoke cigarettes. And I whited that stuff out. Nothing well, raises you, suspicion yeah. more than a whited out section of someone's diary. <laughs> and you had DBH all over <laughs> your yearbook. DBH yeah. all over my yearbook and pot leaves and all kinds of stuff. It was stupid. I, aren't there a lot of people who will have two diaries? The one that is allowed to be read and then the one that's like the super secret it's one? Like, like two sets of, uh, of accounting uh, ledgers. Yeah. You know, one, yeah. The, the, the books that you're cooking right. and the ones that you present to the, the uh, IRS. The journal is the one that people can read. The diary is right. the one that people can't read. That's the one that goes in between the mattresses. My deepest thoughts. Let me go to uh, Brandy, who is 14 years old. Hey, Brandy, how you doing? Good, how are you? Good, what's up, Brandy? Um, when I was 12, I had a diary, and my dad read it, and it had to be the most embarrassing thing that has ever happened to me. So your, your dad, you know, you, did your dad tell you that he had some suspicions about stuff you were doing, or did he just kind of do it for recreation? No, he just kind of did it. <laughs> Oh, okay. And, and he, what did he find out, Brandy? He found out all my boyfriends, my ex-boyfriends, who I liked, um, everything, everything I ever did. Uh, and, it, I mean, you were 12. It yeah. couldn't have been that bad. No, it, it was pretty bad. <laughs> it was you pretty know, bad? When you're well, 12? Well, it, it she's is 14 bad. right now, though. Well, yeah, we have, okay. What, I mean, so did he freak out? Was this stuff bad enough to make him freak out? Um... He got really, really, really mad, and he still bothers me about it to this day. Okay. So that, now, did you stop keeping a diary? Yes. 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 There you yeah. go. Yeah. I don't care. You know, but the great thing is these, 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 uh, all these diaries, especially the ones that girls have, come with these incredible Fort Knox locks <laughs> oh, yeah. that are impossible to break through unless you put a, a safety pin in there. Yeah, right? like a little butterfly lock or yeah. a heart lock. Well, I'm, yeah. I don't know how I'm going to get through this one, Lou. I think that, that all the kids should know when their parents give them a diary, they want them to write in it so that they can find it and read it. Sure. That's the reasoning for the gift. You know what? In, instead of just doing that, put, put one of those, those, uh, those boards up on the refrigerator and just ask them to write on that because you're going to read it anyway. <laughs> right. You know what? Get maybe, it out of the yeah. way. Maybe I'll, I'll trick my kids. I'm going I'm to start keeping a diary so they think it's normal. Yeah, and then, cool. oh, hey, and on your 10th birthday, you'll get your own diary. Do you know what you do, Case? Hey. Have it so that have like a two-way mirror under the thing that they write on. Yeah. <laughs> just sit under there. Hey, Nick, did we ever find your diary? You know what? No. Um, it's buried somewhere. I'll, I'm not good at... There are so many things I want to bring in for you guys. It's been serialized as a 12-part uh, novel is, yeah, in the yeah. Advocate magazine. It is being turned into a screenplay, Steve. And uh, yes, uh, the village voice is very happy. He had such beautiful hands. He held me down on the ground. I couldn't fight back. Broke back too. <laughs>
Um, <laughs> and he did break my back. He's kind of fat. No, you know what, Kathy? It's in, it's in the pile where my yearbooks are and where my uh, incriminating photos from college are. So one of these days, I'll find that box and I'll bring them all in. You you will you be uh, a hero if you are if you have the guts to turn over your uh, oh, journal. You guys already have so. I'm such a girl. I, I've just I've given up. You have to get it. it did, did you have one of those ridiculously um, tiny locks on it? No, it, oh, you know, okay. it was like one of those uh, black and white composition books. Okay. Okay. Uh, for uh, school, so those I blew you my first date. <laughs> I know that <laughs> was when you blew your first date, January one, two thousand nine. <laughs> Play that again. I blew my first date. That's a recent entry. Yeah. Hang on, let me go to uh, <laughs> Laura. <laughs> hey, Laura, how you doing? I'm good. You guys rock. Thank oh! you, Laura. What's going on? Um. Well, it wasn't exactly a diary. It was old high school notes that I had kept. Okay. Um, I thought it'd be funny to read them one day. Yeah, it was a scream. <laughs> <laughs> well, my parents moved after high school, and I was off at college, so they packed up my room for me. And my father found one of those notes where my high school boyfriend was saying a lot of things, and I think we were fighting at the time. And he's like, oh, well, we lost our virginity to each other. So he, your, your parents found out how you lost your virginity. Yeah. Uh, all right, and and did they did they let obviously they let you know this? Were they? Oh yes, they let okay. me know. I mean, did, did they it... gave me the disappointment talk and the disappointment? Wait, you were headed off to college. college. <laughs> She's laughing. <laughs> A disappointment. When did they? They, they knew it eventually was going to happen. It wasn't. It wasn't like you're in the back of a produce truck with migrant workers. It was with your boyfriend. <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was really embarrassing. First off, by the way, what compelled you to allow your parents to pack up your room? Yeah. I didn't even know they were doing it. Oh, all right. Yeah, just and go in and go in and putter around for a while. Yeah, but you're a teen. If there's, you can get out of doing anything. You you let them do it. Even that, would you have? Would you, as a teenage girl, let your parents come in and yeah, break down your I room? Didn't, I didn't have anything. I just had clothes that I bought that I didn't tell them I bought. <laughs> that was Ooh. it. Oh, I'm telling. You're a regular uh, Bonnie and Clyde, yeah, right? <laughs> no, there was nothing in there. Let me go to uh, dear diary. I purchased some clothes today. <laughs> and I didn't tell anybody. <laughs> Going to burn in hell. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, I got uh, Lori on the line. Hey, Lori, good morning. Hey, how you doing? You guys rock. Thanks, Lori. Oh, What's up? A couple years ago, my son was up in his uh, grandfather's attic looking for something and came across the box of mine that had some stuff from high school, like a diploma and some trophies, and he came across a diary of mine. Right. And it was from 1980. And I was in 10th grade, and every single page in the diary, I wrote about how I got stoned with all my friends. I got high before school. I got high during school. I got high after school. Right, right. DBH. You know, and I'm trying to tell my son all these years that, you know, you don't do drugs. It's bad for you. I never did drugs at your age. And. And he found it. Yeah. Well, th it's found. at that time, I think, as a, as a concerned parent, that you say you're actually not my child. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's uh, that's why. But he's now that age, and you know, he's he's a pretty smart kid, and I uh, I don't think he 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 knows enough that 
Well, I hope he does. <laughs> right, right, right. I tricked my yeah. parents, so... Read yeah. his diary. Yeah. Yeah. I know the signs to look for, so... All right, cool. Actually, can you even lie about that? Like, Press, are you going to tell your kids that you didn't do any of that? Like, it's like Back to the Future. I never drank alcohol with a boy. I never sat in a parked car with a boy. And then, like, you know, here he is sitting with her in a park. Right, right, right. she's drinking. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, I don't know. I, I, don't think, I, I think when you're a parent, and I'm not a parent, so I don't know, but you just... You just lie. You just you know lie. In you fact, tell them they have to do the right thing. Kathy, there was a study that came out the other day that said how much parents lie to their children, and it is a ridiculous amount. Yeah. And you do, and listen, it's out of protection. I mean, and, and you, you, that there are things that, that kids won't understand until they get a little bit older. And yeah, it, it stands for Delaware Beaver Hospice. <laughs> <laughs> DBA? Yes. Yeah. Delaware Beaver Hospice. Yeah, or know. sick beavers who have to convalesce. Yeah. He was a volunteer. But there. Preston, I mean, your life is, as a parent is so much different because everything about your personal life i mean you, you don't hide anything you air it all right and it's all on in podcast rich. form yeah, yeah. It's all, all yeah, of that can be found and <laughs> yeah you know it, you're doing you're, you're doing a daily diary yeah we are yeah right. we are except you know everyone what? reads ours i i'm i'm not ashamed of what i did in high school now college is another story right. so like right. uh, you know but i can actually say to my kids didn't smoke pot in high school and i drank like a handful of times i got caught by my parents it's not worth it but yeah. what about you know when they find the pictures of you getting your taint tattoo hey i was an adult and I made an adult decision. That's yes. right. I based, your, based on scientific data. I paid your college tuition. When they when they see you getting with shot that. by a thousand paintballs. Yeah. I don't know. I think you laid on your back with your legs spread open <laughs> and me right next to you looking at yeah. your balls. I don't know. That's a picture you're going to have to Well, you know what? Believe it or not, I had actually requested that no pictures or video be taken of that. And yeah, then pictures that worked and, well, didn't it? Yeah, pictures and video were taken <laughs> of that. So I'm suing you all. All right, listen, just a couple more calls and we got to check in with Ed Bassmaster who has said, to go, but I got to go to uh, Sam real quick. Hey, Sam, how you doing? Hey, I'm good. How are you guys? Good. What's up, Sam? Um, I was in middle school going through my customary, you know, gothic, I hate the world phase. Yeah. I was deep in a journal of like all these what was me, you know, poems. And I find out years later that my mom was snooping through my room and she had sent me to therapy for it. And oh. I had no idea why she was putting me through therapy. So I'm like, I'm not trying to kill myself. So you, and yeah. So she she interpreted that as being real. And yeah. <laughs> so how it long was, did you? So ridiculous. How long did you spend in therapy? Like three years. Oh, Sam, how, wow. how old are you? I, I'm 21. You're 21. You sound exactly like this girl at DRE, this goth, goth girl that used to call me all the time. That wouldn't be you, would it? No. Okay. okay. All right. Just curious. Um. But you know what? Yeah. And and so did. When did she eventually tell you that she had found this stuff out? Uh, you know, through your diary. Oh God, I was in like I was in high school when I was um, I was I was going through something strange and I was crying about it. And she was like, you know, I have to tell you something. You know how you were in therapy? And I was like, uh, yeah. And she goes, oh, that's because I found a journal in your um, closet. And it was like in a big Tupperware box, like in the bottom of my closet. So she was like, <laughs> oh, getting man. In there. So did you it. find that funny, Sam, or were you pissed off? I, I think it's hilarious. Okay. I mean, I mean I'm not suicidal or anything, so I didn't think No, in fact, you're, you're, you're more homicidal. <laughs> right. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Gonna well, kill her. Was therapy good for you, even though you didn't think you needed it? I, I mean, uh, there's always a reason to go to therapy, but. There's always room for Jella. <laughs> but not because I wanted to kill myself. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, thank you, Sam. Uh, and then one last call. Uh, let me go to uh, Jen. Hey, Jen, how you doing? Hey, uh, you guys rock. Oh, thank, you. thank you, Jen. Well, What's right up? back at you. 
So um, my boyfriend and I have been together um, for like six and a half years, and a couple years ago, I keep I used to keep a journal, and a couple years ago, I had uh, left it out on the coffee table in the in the uh, living room, and we were like going through some stuff at the time, and in it. He has two children, and in it I had ranted and raved about how much I disliked children. He had bought me, like, flowers home, and um, I was talking about how they looked like they were cheap and from a grocery store, and how I was sick of him commenting on my hair and what I wore and everything. Right, so you were were trashing him. Uh, Totally, and I woke up in the middle of the night, and he was like, getting ready to leave like he had all his stuff on and was like walking out the door but wouldn't tell me why but um you know eventually after like an hour of like arguing like what's going on he like told me oh well i read your journal and uh you hate you know, my kids yeah <laughs> yeah well that, that you obviously could see he had a reason to leave oh well totally yeah, yeah. But, you know it was, it was all out of like anger at the moment that I was writing it. It wasn't, like, really meant for anyone to, like, see. It was not like that I treat his kids like that I... No, you, it, it's it, it's the best of uh, of both of, of both worlds. You, you get to have the kids and secretly hate them, right? <laughs> well, totally. Yeah. All right, Jen. Thanks. I, I've decided that I I don't want to know people's secret thoughts. Yeah, I, I just don't. It, it can't. Your best friend, your absolute confidant, the person that you've known the longest in your life, has probably talked behind your back. Before. Absolutely. And in fact, I know they have. Yep. Probably on many occasions. That doesn't mean that they've they done little films <laughs> where they pretend they're you, <laughs> that they don't love you to death, but still. Okay, I mean, I'm an idiot. Yeah. Everybody. DBH. DBH. Dardo Bong. Tonto Cole. One time Nick accidentally sent me an email that, was, that he oh thought was sending to Kathy yeah. and totally trashing me. And I felt like an a-hole for ever, still. Yeah. And, and, I, and I fired back. I'm like, look, dude, don't worry about it. I say stuff about you, too. I say stuff about everybody in this room. We all get on each other's nerves at one time or another. It's natural. It's no big deal. But don't ever effing do it again. Yeah. You know, I even, I even, I even, we even fight on uh, the new show I'm going to. Yeah. Oh, why? <laughs> yeah. Whoopi? Yeah. What? I'm doing Whoopi. the Whoopi show. Nice, man. Uh, all right. Whoopi. Well, here's what we need to do. I need to get some. Something, something. I need to get some callers on the line. We are going to uh, try something out. Uh, something we've never attempted, so it's destined to fail. Hopefully. Oh no, because we actually have someone who's good at what they do. We have one was, competent person in this whole mix who's very talented. <laughs> yeah. Yes, and uh, we are going to send Ed Bassmaster in it as his character mumbles. If you have not seen this guy's videos on YouTube, you've got to go. They're laugh out loud funny, and he's got hundreds of videos. Yeah, and. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll put a link up on uh, PrestonandSteve.com to make it very simple for you to see his videos. But his character, uh, Mumbles, who we've played clips from, uh, you know, one of the things that he says is Bartle do, which is just, it's gibberish. It's, it's, it's nothing. complete gibberish. But I love it. And uh, we are going to do an attempt, and I'm going to need a couple of callers on the line, 215-263-WMMR. We're going to send, uh, send Mumbles through a, uh, a drive-thru at a restaurant. And he is going somewhere to, around the Philadelphia area. Yeah, and he is going to uh, talk to the person working the drive-through. We're going to put a minute on the clock, and he is going to do his uh, his gibberish. And if he can get them to say the word Bartle do back to him, 
then it may win you something. And you know what? Even if they don't say say it back, you can win something. So I'm going to get two callers on the line. One is going to be designated as no, he will not be able to get them to say Bartle do, and another one will be yes, he will be able to say Bar- get them to say Bartle do within a minute, and that will decide who the winner is. Now, also we have four different prizes that you can win, and they are numbered here. We're going to have you pick a number, and that will designate what prize you've won. We have within there some cases of Coors Light. We have tickets to see Doug Stanhope, and we also have an Xbox 360. A South Park custom Xbox console and a year of Xbox Live subscriptions and a whole bunch of other goodies. Well, that's what you get, but I want to remind you to download the new South Park Let's Go Tower Defense Play game now available exclusively on Xbox Live. Nice. You guys ready to try this? Yes. All right, let's uh, let's get Mumbles on the line, and uh, I think he's there. Ed, are you there? Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> He's got his teeth in. How far away are you from uh, ordering? 20 feet. <laughs> just a few feet, I guess? Yeah. We may not understand a single word yeah. he says. But uh, the, the most important thing is this, to see if we'll be able to hear the actual person. Right. Talking, this is our test run. Talking back on the speaker. Now, I have callers on the line. I have, uh, hang on just a moment, uh, Ed. Stay there. I have uh, John on the line. John, are you there? Going on, guys. All right, John, since you got in first, we're going to say that you are designated... Yes, that he will be able to get him to go within one minute, okay? Sounds good. All right, hang on just a second. And then we have uh, listener Tom. Tom, are you there? How could you slap? How right. could you slap? Tom, you're going to be no. If he cannot get him to say Bartle do, you'll win, okay? All right. All right, hang on just a moment. All right, Ed? Yeah. Whenever you're ready. <laughs> I'm ready. All right, right, do it up, man. Pull on up. May take a second or two for him to get to... Uh, the window. There you go. Grab we'll, all stank. We'll start the timer as soon as we hear the other the the person speak on the uh, uh, the work in the drive through, <laughs> and we'll put a minute up. And um, they may can't hear him. Can't hear anything. I know. Yeah, well, they saw the camera, much of old crap mall stank on that deal. <laughs> they saw the camera. <laughs> they saw the camera. <laughs> all right, and that's a no deal. All right, all right, all right. We will take that as a no. But uh, here's the deal, Ed. We're gonna have to make sure that, that you hold the phone a little bit closer to you when you're talking because we can barely hear you. All right. All right. All right, Ed. So that's a no. All right, hang on the line. Hang on just a moment. That means that we Tom. do have a winner, and yes. that is uh, Tom. All right, yeah. Tom, my friend. You're the winner in the Bartle Do. Now, here's the deal. Pick a number between one and four, and that will decide what your prize is. Okay. Uh, let's go with uh, three. Three. All three. Right. right. Casey, what do we have for him? All right. We have tickets to see Doug Stanhope October 17th at the Trocadero Theater. Some tickets do remain. Just a few at Ticketmaster.com. Did you say Trocadero? Trocadero. Hang on, Tom. We're going to get your information. We'll set you up with those tickets. All right, now, Ed can go right to another place, right? Yes. All right, Ed, here's a suggestion I have. With our videographer, 
before they pull up to the uh, to the drive through get out of the car and get a close-up away from the car. Like, in other words, have Nick, who's videotaping, stand outside the car and get an angle on him so that we can see what's going on. Okay. okay. All right. And also, don't we have two cell phones? We do have two cell phones should, should for we that have, reason. Should we have... Let's have them both going. All right. Okay. We'll, we'll talk about this yeah, We just though. wanted yeah. to see... Yeah, okay. All right. Work. So, so, so we figured that out. Now, we'll come back in a moment, and we will do this again in just a second. We'll see if we can get a little bit better audio on this. But I think he can get somebody to say, what is a Bartle do? I bet he can. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. His penis was amputated without consent. All right, thank you very much, Kath. Uh, all right, we're going to try this again before we get to the B-File. Our friend uh, Ed Bassmaster is uh, going to have an opportunity for you to win. Still, we have an Xbox 360 up for grabs, a special uh, South Park edition of the console. Luck of the draw. Let's get a few callers on the line. 215-263-WMMR. He's headed to another drive through as his character mumbles, which, by the way, if you haven't seen him yet, these horribly huge fake teeth, uh, these kind of uh, like knockoff Elvis sunglasses, and uh, sort of a quasi cowboy hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, and speaks unintelligibly, but yet does so in a way that people think they're hearing yeah. actual words. Yeah, exactly. And uh, one of the phrases that he kicks out is "Bartle do," which yeah. means absolutely nothing. But it sounds like it should mean something. <laughs> but we're going to see if uh, people will repeat the words or the whatever that thing is "Bartle do" back to him if they do you can win and even if they don't you might be able to win too but we put a minute on the clock and uh, we'll designate a caller yes and designate a caller no as to whether he is able to achieve this particular mission or not and then uh, you pick from our list of prizes which we have three left okay so you pick the number one two or three we'll decide if you win an xbox or a case of Coors Light because that's what we have left right yeah yep all right so uh let's go to uh first let's get our callers on the line let me get uh tim tim are you there yeah, I'm here. What's up, guys? Hey, Tim, we are going to designate you as yes, that he is able to complete the mission, okay? Okay, cool. All right, hang on just a second. And then I have uh, John. Are you there, John? Yes, I am. All right, John, you're going to be designated no. If he can't do it, you win. All right, bro? Excellent. All right, hang on just a moment. You guys want to talk to uh and yeah. see how he is? All right, let's go to... Now, we have two different phone lines this time. Yes, just so we can pick up the uh, the the speaker system from the restaurant he's going to be Correct. at. Correct. So he'll be holding one phone to his mouth, and one's going to be held out the window. And, there, and we also are videoing this. Uh, intern Nick is on location. Now from a distance. Yeah, so we'll see if this will work. Ed, are you there? Yeah, calling the bottom. All right, Ed. <laughs> uh, are you are you pretty close? Can you uh, can you pull up and try to make an order? Five or six cars in front of me. Oh, five or okay. six. Okay, five or six cars. cars. All right, All that's right. right. Just uh, stay on the line. I'll keep you turned up here, and I'll uh, I'll move really quick. So let's move it really quick. Pretty quick. Yeah. All okay. right. Now, hey, Ed, is uh, did Nick leave the car? Yeah, he did. He's, uh, uh, the side of the building uh, somewhere. Cool. Well, you know that you know that we forget that they actually have closed circuit cameras, so they can they could see that the last time. Oh, really? Yeah. That's in fact, it's what Ed said. They saw the camera, and they knew they were being scanned. They have cameras on those things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A, a, a number of them do. Wow. I think so. You can see when it when a car when you're being videotaped for a stunt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. I think, was, I think it was the camera sitting on his lap that gave it away. Okay. <laughs> that could be it. All right. Kind of a big camera. Well, we'll see how this one goes. <laughs> it's a big ass camera. Uh, moving very quickly, so it looks like I'll be up there in a minute or so. All okay. right, excellent. Perfect. While he's getting in place, don't forget later on this morning, Steve finally gets to meet Justin Guarini. A long-timed... Uh, I made him a punchline and a lot of jokes, yeah. but uh, lately i got to say, I, I like the guy. Yeah. Uh, he just got married. You know, and uh, we'll come in and perform. You got to meet Jervis. Got and, to meet uh, Jervis. Knock yeah. that off your bucket list. Yep. 
And uh, now Justin <laughs> Guarini, my bucket list. And we're going to have uh, Billy Gardell, who is going to be Helium Comedy Club tonight. Uh, he'll be stopping in in a moment or two. Now, Casey, when Ed gets up here, don't start the timer until we hear right. the, the person speak back to him. Okay. Okay, so that's when we'll do that. Ed, you still got a couple cars? Yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah. Must be a, a huge person yeah. in front of you. Listen, while he's while he's getting set, I do want to read this email. Uh, it says, hey, guys, uh, oh, my God, I just watched Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus. And like so many reviews, it was hilariously funny and cheesy. They have to uh, remake it uh, with better up-to-date special effects. The scenes where the shark attacks the plane, battleship, and bridge really need to be enhanced and longer. I pulled it up on YouTube and watched the whole thing. You have to really look around because sometimes it comes up, uh, video no longer available, uh, but with much determination, I found it in its entirety. It's also uh, on Netflix. Can't wait to see uh, when you guys have a screening as it will be a blast to watch it with so many Preston and Steve fans. Thank f thanks for mentioning such a, quote, great film. <laughs> Loved it. Uh, P.S. <laughs> Kathy just had to include you since I can tell how much you love hearing about this. <laughs> LOL. And that is from Scott. So Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus. Yes, we are planning on having a screening. Yes, okay. we are. And we'll let you know when that's uh, when that's going to happen. All right, Ed, how many cars in front of you? Two. 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 Oh. All, right. All right. Two more. Well, right. I get one down. Now to get one down. All right. One down. Right. He's down to one. All right. So. One down as many to go. All right. Here we go. All right. Here we go. Oh, come on, lady. Crap out of here. Crap. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. All right. Oh, baby. Oh, Licky. Oh, Licky. Hey. No, it can't pull more sounds with my Bartle do. They can't pull sounds with my Bartle do. Bartle do. No, Bartle do, not banging do, Bartle do. Bartle do. Yeah, no, I am Bartle do, not you have, you can, I'm a Bartle do. <laughs> I don't understand. Bartle do. What does that mean? Say Bartle do and I'll tell you. Bartle do. I don't do? Bartle do. There you go. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> does the guy have an Indian accent? He does. Yeah. <laughs> he does. Ed, that probably means something in his language. I don't know. Oh, he said cable shopping. Bartordu? Bartordu? Oh, that's beautiful. Oh, speak that many friend. You know what I mean? <laughs> no. Uh, not, not really. really. <laughs> going with it, though. Uh, that's great. All right. All right. Hang on, Ed. I'm going to put you on hold. Hold on a second. That means we got a winner. All right. And that is uh, Tim. Yeah. Alright, Tim. Tim, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. What's up, guys? Alright, Tim, that means you win. Now, you need to pick a number between one and three. That's going to determine what your prize is. Uh, I want the one with the Xbox. So I'm going <laughs> to <laughs> um, go with, I guess, three. Not the Xbox, oh! but we got a case of Coors Light for you, my friend. Hang on just a minute, and that is uh, the world's most refreshing beer. Alright, you know what I want to do? I want to do the beef file. And you think we can do another one on the back end I, of this? I think we can because there's still more ways to win. Yeah, uh, Marissa, tell send uh, send Ed on over to the next place, and while we're doing the bizarre file, he can get in place. We'll get some other callers up on the line, ready to go, and see if we can do it one more time. And just so you know, Ed's stuff is linked off PrestonandSteve.com. Yeah, and what it. what do we have that stuff labeled as? Uh, Nick, I think you know? just Ed Bassmaster and uh, stuff on YouTube. Yeah, Ed Bassmaster is hilarious. So. Okay, he's actually employed as a content provider for yeah. YouTube. Yeah, it's unbelievable. He's he has living out of this that many YouTube videos, yeah. and and there that how 
many millions of views did he tell oh, us? Yeah. Like, Insane. Like, like Three million? No. no, no, it was more than that. It was like somewhere near like over 10 million wow. all, uh, collectively. All right, shall we do this again? Send out uh, Ed uh, yes. Bassmaster to see if we can get someone to say Bartle do. We already had one person. We had one no and one yes. Yep, correct. And uh, let's get callers on the line. I'm going to go to uh, Jeff and somebody's trying to win this Xbox. Jeff, how you doing, man? Pretty, pretty good. How you doing? Good, Jeff. We're going to designate you Thank as you. as yes, he will be able to complete the mission, okay? All right. All right, and we got a yes last time, so hang on. Let me go to Teresa. Hey, Teresa. Yes. How you doing? Good. I'm doing good. All right, Teresa, you're going to be a no. If he fails to do it, you will win, okay? Okay, sounds good. All right, hang on. So everybody wins on this. All right, let me get uh, Ed on the line. Oh, let's do it. Once again, all right, let's do it. We're ready, man. All right, here we go. All right. He's trying to get him to say Bartle do, by the way, if you're just tuning in. Which which is gibberish. It means yeah. nothing. They want a cracky tacky? They want a cracky tacky for that? What? Uh, for the Bartle do? I don't know. The, the Bartle do? Huh? Where Bartle do go? What's this? Bartle do. I don't know who. Who? I don't know who. You don't know who is? Who? Who? Who or do? Bartle do? Catch me with a manager, please. Catch me with a manager. I only got a minute here, crack home stink. <laughs> the hell is that? To get the manager? Right. They just had a malt licky burger with a flat line on a blue line special for the Bartle do. What? A Bartle do. <laughs> You got Bartle Do here. <laughs> You're not seeing Bartle Do. Bartle Do for me. Get him for the Bartle Do. Let me get one Bartle Do, please. Oh! Hold on, wait. Oh my! Bartle Do. Never heard of. Bartle Do. Just one Bartle Do. One Bartle Do. Come on, man. Crap, mom. Dang. Right, that's a no. Nice. nice, but that means that we got a winner, and it's uh, Teresa. So, uh, wait, did he say blue plate special? Yeah, <laughs> a, a malt licky burger. With a flip mode. Hang on, hang on a second. <laughs> all right, Teresa, you're a winner. Congratulations. All right. Oh no. Teresa, are you there? Oh, did I lose her? All right. Hey, Teresa. All right, so that means you win, Teresa. We have to. You need to pick a number one or two, and that's going to decide what you win. Okay. Number one. Number one. Oh, that's a case of Coors Light. So we're gonna. I know you wanted the Xbox, but we got a case of Coors Light, the world's most refreshing beer. Hang on a second. That means that our last prize is the Xbox. Xbox, Yeah. So what we're going to have to do is take a break, and we're going to have to come back and try it another time. Do we have another place that Ed can go to? Yeah, we had four in a row. Yeah, because we still got to get a malt licky burger at some point, <laughs> some crap stink, uh, and get the Bartleau. We've had, we've had two no's and and one yes, but we'll see what ends up. <laughs> I happening. like how it becomes so incensed he asked for the manager. <laughs> <laughs> that is Ed Bassmaster. You can link off his videos on PressAndSteve.com. We'll come back in a moment. Also, uh, Billy Gardell, who's going to be at Helium Comedy Club, shall be here, and Justin Guarini. We'll be back in a minute. Stay where you are. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Listen, we're going to go to Ed one more time. There's a few cars in front of him, but he's set to go. Uh, let me ask him real quick. Uh, Ed, are you there? Yeah, hold on. All right. we got You got a few cars in front of you? I got uh, about two. 
Two callers. Two, okay. All right. Give me. And give... it's moving. It's moving. Guys. All right. I need callers on the line, guys. I need contestants Come as on. quickly as we possibly can. I know the the phone lines are lit up, so we need uh, somebody designated yes and somebody designated no. Just assign them. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and assign it to them uh, online, because I'm not going to have time to talk to them. Uh, and, he's, and he's moving along real quick. So if you're just tuning in, this is Ed Bassmaster, uh, Mr. Mumbles, who you've seen on YouTube, and he's trying to get. The uh, uh, drive-through attendant to say oh, the word. Here we go. Here we go. Bartle, do here we go. Here we go. Come on, buddy. Get your cup and get your heck out, <laughs> moron. <laughs> Come on, but I split my cheese on you, pal. <laughs> Got to take any good old time. <laughs> hey, hey, why the cook on shining with that? <laughs> yeah, well, he put out a deal with Sherry. He's still man. Yeah, I know. He said, he got to stand up with the Bartle do? What's the Bartle do for? I don't know. No, why is it the Bartle do? <laughs> yeah, why Bartle do? Do you Bartle do? You don't Bartle do? I don't know. You don't know if you Bartle do? How you not know if you Bartle do? Let me, let me speak to somebody else. Ma'am? Cam Limums? Cam Limums? Here, you're moving a change in there. Put a tippy. That's put a tippy. And you can't pull a shot with a Bartle do? Bartle do. Let me hear it. Bartle do. Hey, this kid trying to get an Xbox free tip people. Any thief? Can I get a Bartle do? Yes, thank you. Tell me you ain't got Bartle Do. Tell me. No, we don't have that. I told you. You don't have what? No. You don't have what? Well, you told me. The one, two. Not one, two. Bartle, two. <laughs> <laughs> one, two, Bartle, do. Three, four, crap, most stand. <laughs> Ed, that's good enough, man. All right, nice job. Come on back, man. Come on back to the studio, all right, man? All right, we're going to make One, two, Bartle, do. Three, four, crap, stink more. All right. So we got a winner, uh, and that that was a yes, right? Yes, yeah. All right, so our winner is Carl. Carl, are you there? Yeah, how you doing? Good. Carl, how would you like a new South Park custom Xbox console, my friend? I would love that. You got it. Congratulations. All right. We're going to set and also a one-year Xbox Live subscription card and more. So hang on just a second, all right, my friend? Okay. Bartle do, all right? Bartle do. All right. And uh, don't forget, you can download the new South Park Let's Go Tower Defense Play uh, game now, and it's available exclusively on Xbox Live. Uh, we need to move along because we do have a guest in our studio. We welcome him back. And, oh, you know what? Yeah, hold on one second. I, I have a, uh, a follow-up on a story that we uh-huh. have in the file. The guy at the parking lot, the parking lot attendant in England mm-hmm. who uh, collected all that money. Yep. It's fake story. What? Oh, oh, no. Thank you for pointing that out. Oh, if man. it does ever happen, let me know because uh, I would have preferred you just let us go on believing the lie. I know. It, it would have been such cool, a good story. No, I, I, we don't really need to know the truth in every situation. No, no, I like the bizarre file to be credible and, uh, and right. something. Since so many other news agencies turn to it. <laughs> does turn out to be a, uh, a BS story. I like to know about it, but apparently it's an urban legend. This has been going on for a while. Loved it, though. All right, let's get our next uh, guest on the line. And uh, he is going to be at Helium, or not on the line, in the studio, I should say. He's going to be at Helium Comedy Club uh, tonight, tomorrow, Saturday night. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Billy Gardell. Yeah. How are you? 
Hey, guys. What's up, Big Billy? Nothing. Thanks for having me back, man. Uh, I appreciate our, it. Our pleasure. Is it good to be back in Philly? It's, yeah, absolutely, man. I'm always better glad to be back on the East Coast. You yeah, know? you're you're from Pittsburgh, right? Yeah, exactly. We don't have a baseball team there, so congratulations. Thank you yeah. very much. They were asking me, when do you want to get booked back in Philly? I said, well, as soon as they make the playoffs. <laughs> let, me, let me do that. Maybe next time I can come back when Jesus is coming back. <laughs> be good. Follow that. I just saw uh, an online poll that, that ranked Pittsburgh as the greatest sports city in uh, in the country, uh, Philadelphia at number two. But you guys do have two champions. Well, currently. yeah, yeah. The hockey team got rings, and then uh, the football team got rings, and our baseball team got onion rings. That's, that's about where we're at. It, it, you know what? It is tough playing a gig, I would imagine, in a city when they've got something real big. Well, especially on. on the East Coast, man. You know, out in L.A., they don't even know they're in the playoffs. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just a, a business meeting out there. Here, it's just fanatics. So well, we it's, were, it's fun to be a part of. It's come, we, nice to come back and see that spirit. I yeah. forget which uh, comedian we were talking to, but uh, he, and he pointed out the fact that everyone that is out in L.A. is from someplace else. So yeah. there's really no identity to the to the location. No, and that's yeah. the problem. They go out there, and then they forget where they're from. Right, and then right, they yeah. just become jackasses. <laughs> Ridiculous. And, and I, I'm surprised that they even have a hockey team out there in L.A. Yeah. And, and I actually Two. just... Yeah, no, you're right, yeah, too. Yeah. And they have three in California all together, but... I, I'm, I, I watched this uh, documentary the other day. On it was just on the the Wayne Gretzky trade and and how uh, dismal the 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 team was, the franchise was. They got like six thousand fans every single game, and then wow. when he came, all of a sudden there was a superstar and like all the you know celebrities wanted it was to like go slap out. Slapshot, yeah, right? The yeah. Hanson brothers out there. <laughs> it was scouts, scouts. Nobody <laughs> told me you had scouts. <laughs> That's classic. Hey, the pizza man's here. <laughs> uh, you, you're uh, you're on TV tonight. Probably. I am. On I'm on uh, Bones tonight. I'm playing one of the murder suspects this evening. Really? Yeah, but TiVo that and come see my show tonight because I'm going to get crushed <laughs> by the Phillies this week. No, no, so you'll, you'll get an audience. We've had, I hope e so. Even with big uh, sporting events, you know, uh, people people do. Well, you guys it's were kind enough to promote the Jameson tour when I was here through yeah. with those guys, and we appreciate it. And thanks for having me back on. No, no, no problem. I, I was I was looking uh, through some of the information on you. I, I guess this eluded us the first time, but you got a chance to open for George Carlin? Yeah, man, back in like 1989. That's like a papal blessing. It, it man. really was. It was like working with the Pope. It yeah, really was my first stand up, and then I, you know, I did my little ten minutes or whatever, and thought I was just, you know, wow, I'm what opening for Carlin. <laughs> and then I went out out and watched him, and then I quickly went home and ripped my notebook up and had to reevaluate my life. Wow. But he he was very particular, right? Yeah, with yeah. who he had Absolutely. open for him. Actually, the the way I got the gig, there was uh, his. He had a guy opening for him named Mister Bullhorn. I know was, that was, guy, uh, yeah. Glenn something or other, I can't remember. He was uh, deathly ill, and I just happened to be... I worked at the comedy club in Orlando, and uh, I worked the phones during the day, you know, which was how I started booking myself. <laughs> right. I talked to all the bookers, and I go, you know who you ought to get? <laughs> and I'd call back, hey, this is Billy, uh, you talked to the guy. So, <laughs> that's a great scam. That's yeah. what I did, and I, I was lucky enough to answer the phone. They were looking for a guy for Carlin, and I, I got to be the local guy. Did you get really it? Cool. Did you get any feedback? Did I, you even know if he was watching? No, he goes, good job, kid. And then he went out and did his thing. He took a picture with me, and I have it to this day. Oh, that's oh, awesome. That's yeah, really, really cool. cool. I was looking at some of the uh, other, you know, you're on both tonight, but you've done, you know, other shows, King Queens, Yes, Dear, uh, My you name know, is Earl. My name is Earl. Desperate Housewives. Are, are, yeah, I've been on everything that's ever been canceled. You guys <laughs> might want to get me out <laughs> no, you, you got a couple of good ones in there, you know? I mean, De Desperate Housewives still Yeah, on? I got to kiss Eva Longora. That was funny. Did you? Did you really? Yeah, yeah, I just remember yeah. that. Yeah, we talked about that It was the season finale, yeah. I got to kiss her. Like, I'm, I'm a cop. I'm, if you're a fat guy in Hollywood, you're a cop, a bad guy, or a neighbor. That's yeah. your, yeah. you know, you're either going, bring them to me. You kids get out of here. Frank, she's going to kill both of us. That's your 
that's like your wheelhouse. So I'm, I'm, wheelhouse. I'm playing the bumbling cop and I'm bugging the house, and then the other person that we're bugging the room and comes in. So to cover, she tackles me under the bed and kisses me, and you can mark a win for fat boys in the books. Dude, all over the country. Yes. <laughs> this one they had a Justine Bateman was yeah, the uh, was, was the drug, drug dealer. dealer exactly. Right. Right. Very what, good. what does Very she good. look like up close? She looks like she's been doing it a while. <laughs> does she? <laughs> a little uh, road worn? Uh, well, just you know, been, yeah. been in TV a long, long time. Well, you know? going back to Eva Longoria for a second, how many Hot. how many takes uh, did you do? Well, I was. Uh, she decides that, and uh, yeah. she, she said even before we started three. I told her she should get stunt pay for having to kiss me. <laughs> she was incredibly gracious, and she was really cool, and, and th- we did three. Tiny little thing, isn't she? Yeah, she's like the size of a can of Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> you just look at, she's like a little keychain, you know? You know, it's uh, um, it's it's funny because you, you're right. You you end up, you know, those are the the, the stereotypes that you end up playing. Who who who's uh, um, rescue me? Um, Dennis, oh, Lenny Clark. Lenny Clark. Lenny. Yeah. Same, same same style. Yeah. 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 Have you been approached by those guys? Because you you have the same sort of well, I got working the, guy. You yeah, know, you kind of have your clique that you work with, like like the guys who did Yes, dear, and and uh, I, you know. Um, Greg Garcia, he was incredibly kind to me on Yes, Dear, and then he did My Name is Earl and brought right. me in for that. So you kind of develop relationships with guys that, that do shows. And you know and you'll, they, you'll and get a call? In, yeah, that way yeah. you don't have to deal with the network pinheads because they're usually 12 years old and they don't know what they're doing. So. Well, I was going to say, do you have to, you, I mean, do you audition for these I roles? still have to audition, but like yeah. I said, the more relationships you build, the more people go, you know what, I want you for this part. Right. So Who was the other cool. cop on uh, My Name is Earl? He's a comedian. Uh, um, oh, Mike O'Malley. Mike O'Malley, and he was yeah. a gang with yeah. the Yesterday, he's a Boston guy, yeah. and we we just it was great. You know, it's funny. I was a security guard in in Yesterday. I'm a cop, and my name is Earl. I was a security guard in Bad Santa. Kevin James gets the movie. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah that's yeah. just not fair. That's yeah. not fair. There's Bad too many Santa guys out there. Yeah. Cult cult movie. Yeah, awesome yes. movie. One of the funnest things I ever did. Because <laughs> of Billy Bob up. Thornton, I got to improv that whole scene, and they left all the outtakes. No on kidding. The, uh, on the DVD. Yeah, it's because of him. Because I was we, only supposed to say goodnight, sir, and then he says something vile to me. But my wife is from the south. Sh- right for a week. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And then uh, and then uh, I just was making him laugh off off camera, and he said, "You know what? I think this kid's funny because I want to improv this with him." So. Nice. Because of him, I got to do that. Wow, that's, that's awesome. Really cool. yeah. uh, you know what? Going from uh, from East Coast to, to L.A., is there a lot of adjustment that you had to make? Yeah, I look like a piece of furniture they can't get rid of out there, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you're a fat guy out there, so you might as well be just walking around in a hazmat suit. <laughs> you know, everybody's just working out and eating celery, acting like they're happy. Right. So that's why I like coming back here. Nobody, especially in Pennsylvania, man. You can tell Pennsylvania no matter where you're at. I'm Pittsburgh, Philly, anywhere in between. We have that accent. And yeah. it doesn't matter. Even you be in the Bahamas and you hear, could I get another one, hon? You're like, hey, where are you from? <laughs> How's it going? I'll get one with him. So it's well, nice you know, to be back in that madness. We were just voted the uh, the ugliest population of any city yeah, in the country. Proud of it. Yeah. We're and like a bag. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Very nice. I agree. I could run for mayor. <laughs> um, you know what? Uh, I know that your your act uh, does consist a lot about your your childhood. And yeah, stuff. You, you touch on that. Is that still? Do you still? Enjoy? Yeah, you know, I'm turning forty, man. I'm starting to to, to become that guy. You know, I'm I'm becoming that. When I was a kid, you know, I, mean, yeah. I, mean, I really sure. and I, I kind of like it. It's it, does it, does it sort of freak you out the first time you hear you saying yourself saying something like that, especially to my kid and yeah, stuff. Yeah. And walk around, shut these lights off. We playing a night game. <laughs> I'm, I'm my father. I'm my father. I just became my father. You know, but 
you know, I don't. I kind of. I kind of like being the age I am because I'm not sucked into the whole technology world. You're yeah. not. You're avoiding but, it. Nah, I don't care. Yeah. I just don't care. I got a phone that answers. That's all I really <laughs> need. You know what I mean? Yeah. I talk. You ever talk to a young kid about their phone? Oh yeah. You get hypnotized. You don't even know what they're saying. So I got multiple downloading capacities, and <laughs> I'm on the 3G network. The 3G network in my neighborhood meant you had a good weekend with the bookie. That's what that <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Get lost. That's right. That's the 3G network. That's the 3G network. Yeah. Oh my god. So you don't you don't, you don't Facebook, down. you don't Twitter, you don't You know, so a fan of mine built a Facebook page for me, so I don't really have that. Right. And uh um I have a website that my nephew runs, billygardell.com, and if you go to that, it has all the videos and movies and TV shows that I've been in and you'll go, "Oh, that fat guy." And then you come <laughs> down and see my show at Healy. Now, That's you, right. You, you mentioned, you know, being fat several times. You ever tried yeah. to ta tackle the weight? Uh, you no. 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 Why? I, well, I, I don't, I don't, I don't have the fat boy blues, man. I got a pretty <laughs> wife. I got a good kid. I got a good career. I'm fine with being the sidekick. You sure, know what I mean? yeah. That's, look, the hot guy's got to work out. I just stand next to him and go, well, I hope we make it through this, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine with me, you know? Bill, I, Hit the I, ball, move the runner, brother. That's how we're looking to do. <laughs> the ball, move the runner. But I have, uh, I put on a lot of weight in just a, in a year's right. time. I had to put a suit on on Saturday that right. I hadn't worn in months right. you know, for a wedding. I hated myself. Yeah. I couldn't. I, I was like, oh, my God. Like, the, my biceps were, like, you know, ready to break out of the arms. And, not right. well, they're not really biceps, you know. Right. It's like, right. you know, whatever's wrapped around the it. tissue yeah. that yeah. is around yeah. the muscle. Yeah. Yeah. Bicep <laughs> lejean, you know. It's got yeah. bacon wrapped around it. But um, You said you felt like a girl. You were upset. I was like upset. And, like, I, I almost felt like I was going to cry because everything didn't fit. No, you, you know? gotta, you're not committing. That's why. you got to <laughs> well, commit to it. Here's the problem. Get Every, a better tailor. Everything I... I used to wear. It's your tailor's yeah, fault. Absolutely. But everything I used to wear was always a size too big because I always liked it, you know, feeling loose. Yeah. Now I'm squeezing into it. Right. Well, hey, that's all right. Yeah. Do you go do you go like the big men shop uh, and get clothes? Well, or? no. What I do is I wait till I get a part on TV and then I have the wardrobe people fit me <laughs> and then I steal it. Nice. I was on a show uh, called Heist that lasted about six episodes. I remember that, that thing. It was yeah. a cop show, right? Yeah. And they put us on, like, episode five, they put us on Opposite American Idol. And you could just hear the death drums beating. Yeah. yeah. If they put you on Opposite Idol, you're going away. Right. That's just it. So I was working with an old character actor, Seymour Cassell. You guys know who that is? Sounds familiar. You, you would know him in yeah. everything. He was, he's just one of those guys. His face is him. He used to drink with Bukowski and Cash, and they're dead. So that should tell you about this guy. <laughs> that's right. But uh, with the, the day we were getting canceled, he's in his. he's got his Cadillac open, and he's got the trunk open. And I come out, and, I, and he's got six suits in his hands and four pairs of shoes. And I go, what are you doing? He goes, they canceled us. Steal what you can. <laughs> and so ever since then, I'm like, what are you going to do with this suit? We're looking at a picture of Seymour Cassell. He has been in everything. everything You're everything. right. Great guy. Uh, and was he in that lottery movie with uh, Nick Cage and... Um that I don't know, but I Bridget know... Fonda. Bridget Fonda, yeah. yeah. I know it could happen to you. In the, right. in the movie Stuck on You, he played their agent. He yeah. Played, uh, and, yes, uh, And he exactly. was also in the movie 61. And yeah, yeah he's, he's a great actor. Great actor and a great guy. That's cool. Um, you know what? You mentioned your, your kid, uh, boy, yeah. girl. How old? I got a little boy, six years old. He's six running, years old. running the house. Man. Yeah, we were just talking off uh, a little while ago. We were talking about some of our, you know, uh, a few of us have kids here and uh, have admitted to certain things on the air that we've done in our youth. And uh, right. whether or not... Uh, you know, I would, uh, or any of us would actually lie to our kids about any of that stuff that, that you've done, uh, you know, at a young well, age. especially being a comic, it's hard for me. I mean, you know you're telling I mean? everything, well, right? Yeah, and every time I, you know, he swears, she goes, I wonder where he learned that. I wonder where he learned that. <laughs> That's right. What's he going to do? Get a job swearing? 
Well, yeah. Yeah. That, hopefully, it'll leave right to Comedy Central for me. Yeah. But, yeah, I try to, you know, I, I think it's best to just try to be open with them as much as you can. But, I mean, I think it's an age-appropriate thing, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think, sure. I think you hide it for a little while, and then when it gets a little older, like right, right around those teenage years, I think you got to pull them aside, got to listen. Here's the deal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of kind of good. Look, I did this, I did this. My dad was cool in the way that he... He messed with us enough that if we were going to get in trouble, at least we were going to plan well. Right. You know, that was my, yeah. my dad's philosophy is like, you're a little boy, you're going to get in trouble. Yeah. Don't let me catch you. Right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. It, there was some kind of common sense thing to that that worked. He was teaching you, know? you to be creative. Yeah. He was and like, and to know, have a plan. Yeah, don't let me be the one. Don't You don't be the kid to get you busted. Now, yeah. now <laughs> is, is your son taking after you? Is he doing the, or is, there, uh, or is he? Uh, he is, man. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, I keep getting him calculators and abacuses. Nothing's <laughs> taken. <laughs> uh, you know, I can't wait to make the stupid face at his yeah. teacher. I'm like, oh, please. <laughs> <laughs> My main role as a kid was uh, I was the beer jockey in the house. <laughs> yeah, go get me another beer. You know okay, what's funny? Dan, I'll man? be right back. I, that's a, I do a thing about my, that in my act. I go now they're they're afraid to feed kids bread now. And when we were growing up, by the time you were nine, you got your old man a beer. Your reward was a sip. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, where is that in the parenting book? Right? <laughs> yeah. Like, you know what? They knew what they were doing because by the fourth one, you were going for them. I got you, babe. You need one? I did it. I know. Reach from the back. Right? Reach from the back. I got it. I swear the other day, my, my youngest, and God, here I go sharing this crap on the air again. But he was asking me, he's like, you know, Daddy, why, you know, what does beer taste like? And I was, I'd had a few and I almost thought, you want to find yeah. out? First of beer, son. Yeah. He's seven years old. <laughs> but I know I did when I was a kid. My dad did here a tricep of it. Don't tell your mother. Yeah. 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 Don't tell your mother. Don't tell your mother. Daddy, what are hookers like? All right, come here. Don't tell your mother. Billy, it sounds like the way that you're telling your stories, you get a lot of your sense of humor from your dad. Is I that... steal everything from my old man. Do you? He's the greatest. So, yeah. uh, so Him and his buddies in a corner. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, they say you live long enough, you see your kids become, or your parents become kids again. And yeah. that's, that's where I'm at in my life. So I try to spend as much time with him as I can. You know, I, he's 72 now. And my son is six. I took him to Disney. They're just the same person. It's hot. I gotta pee. How much further is it? Like, really? When did I become the adult in the car, man? That's true. It's good, though. I only gotta mash up one hamburger at lunch. Here, share it. Share it. Share it. Yeah, my old man and his buddies were always the funniest thing to me. Isn't it funny, though? Because my dad just cracks me up all the time, yeah. and, and a lot of my humor comes from him. But, but it, like, you, you turned yours and what he did into a career absolutely and he absolutely. and he just lived his life at being that guy that's just who they are well you know it's that blue collar thing man and when i say blue collar i don't mean redneck yeah i mean right. guys that punch in read the paper those yeah. are the guys i'm talking mm -hmm. about right but uh they just had that way of diffusing one you weren't allowed to take yourself too serious right yeah like, you don't see a lot of goth kids in pennsylvania because <laughs> you know at a corner bar some guy named oogie's gonna go what's the matter huh you all serious down there <laughs> dad didn't throw the ball with you what happened <laughs> what's the matter get him a shot <laughs> so, it's, they, so, they have a, an ability yeah, to, just cut to cut, to the cut right yeah. through it yeah. and, and the other thing was they worked so hard that humor was what got them through the day yeah and i always embraced that i always thought that was the could, could you i mean think about it and 
it's something that you know the, the guys who go out and got to do you know they got to do that the, the hard ass work you know, like roofers you know my brother my uh, brother's in the siding business in yeah. Chicago and every time I whine about Hollywood <laughs> he makes me get up at five and go rip a bay window out with him. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah and then around ten a.m. he goes you good yet I'm like yeah yeah I'm fine I'd like to go back to my little cocoon in my hotel and turn it on Elvis and lay down please yeah <laughs> there, are, there are people who work hard because chances are he's not oh, making yeah. out with Evil and Gloria no yeah, yeah. yeah. He's just busting his, his nuts every day. He's yeah. really good. You know, you had mentioned uh, rednecks for a second there, and it, there are there are a fair amount amount around the area. That we do. Too. We got I our mean, we got our woods people. Literally, <laughs> literally with uh, like, there's a truck that I'll see in the neighborhood every now and then. It's got a big old sticker on the back window, redneck. Yeah. It says, right. I mean, yeah. like, not even yeah. afraid to just to advertise. Well, my right wife is from the south, so I have to endure that. Yeah, my, my, my in laws are redneck. She's from Atlanta. Okay, right? she's actually born in a small. Uh, city called Vidalia. She's a sweet onion. And uh, she won't make you cry, which is a lie. And um, but, uh, her, uh, her brothers, man, I just, I can't, you can't, I can't no explain common ground. to them. Like, at the holidays, I'm just like, where's the food? Where's the TV? I'll go in the basement. Yeah. Because they can't wait to show me what they've killed and gutted. <laughs> I'm like, I am from a city. I live where there's cement. I want to see the meat when it's been wrapped and priced. I don't want to see the beginning process. I just, I want to see it all red and pink. And ready to go on a special. Have uh, they invited you to to go on a one? Oh, three or oh, four yeah. times. Right. So you want? We should go. Yeah, I want to get drunk with you and go into the woods with guns. That's what I want to do. <laughs> Sign me up for that. Maybe we can kill something and wipe blood on each other's face. <laughs> I'm going to tell my little nutty jokes and go about my way. Do they come out to see your act? Yeah, they do. Yeah, they yeah. like it. Yeah, they uh, what they get of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I, I I think it can translate because you know there's there's a certain common. If you work for a living. And yeah, my, my you, you get it. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. My, I don't do a lot of politics stuff. I'm not pushing any buttons. I'm, you know, I'm 40, man. Yeah. I just, there's enough problems in the world. You know, you turn the news on, that'll just scare you to death. It's murder, death, rape, crack, child abduction, 72 degrees. Good luck. There's not a lot of traction. So I keep my, my, my act is about I was nuts, now I'm married with a kid, and that's nuts in a different way, but I'm happy to be where I'm at. And it's it's just a middle-of-the-road, blue-collar upbringing. I don't like to push buttons. Look, you want to come out and forget about your problems for an hour? I'm your guy. That's right. what I like. I'm your guy. You got any buddies? You got friends in the Philly area? Actually, you know, one of my buddies, uh, you guys uh, know him, Schubert. Jimmy Schubert. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Schubert, yeah. Schubert lives downstairs from me in Los Angeles. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's like the Honeymooners. I throw him out once a week. <laughs> Easy Red Norton? Uh, he literally, he, this is how stupid he is. And I love him with all my heart, but I just got a big screen TV, 55 inches. <laughs> of glory oh yeah he walks in and in front of my wife goes i think that's a little big <laughs> i go get out get out of my home why would you say that right but it's great having him downstairs because you know he's six my son's six they get to play together it's nice <laughs> they meet I on love the same mental plane he's yeah. been a dear dear friend and it's nice to have somebody from back here out there we're we're in a building we're close you know what i mean yeah. it's, it's you got some norm, normal people who are your entertainment buds who i mean besides him um cats that i work with in the business yeah. that I hang out with there's not too many man i, I really uh dig mike o'malley i've stayed close with him uh from uh 
from uh, Yes Dear. He's a really yeah. cool cat. And uh, I got to be good friends with Ethan Supley, who played the brother on My Name is Earl. The big oh, yeah. He's yeah. He's yeah. Tight. yeah. He was in another a, great guy. A, yep. uh, American, the same American History X. Yeah. 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 He was a yeah. scary yeah. bastard. Scary, scary, man. Yeah. Mole rats. Just a teddy bear. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just a great guy. I really figured he was guy. that way. Yeah. Yeah. He does play some pretty scary guys. Yeah. 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 But a really like super sweet guy. That's cool, man. Yep. All right, well, you are in town tonight. You got a show at yes. uh, Healing Please Comedy Club. Please come to my show tonight. Hey, it's an afternoon tomorrow, game. Right? Yeah. Afternoon game today. Afternoon It'll game. be completely clear for the evening. Yeah, I'm sure everybody will be clear ahead by 5 o'clock. Right. <laughs> and then uh, two shows. <laughs> right. On, uh, Get out of helium! <laughs> yeah! Oh. <laughs> Friday and Saturday night, there's two shows. Uh, if you want to get tickets, heliumcomedy.com, and I recommend you also check out uh, Billy's website, which he doesn't run at all. But, no, uh, I don't. BillyGardell.com. Uh, good to see you Thank again, Thank you guys man. always for your time when I'm up here. I appreciate oh, our pleasure. it. Pleasure. No problem. But enjoy your weekend here, Thanks. man. All right, cool. Absolutely. Billy Gardell. Yeah. On the Preston and Steve show. We'll come back in just a moment. Preston and Steve on 93.3. WMMR. All right, here's what we're going to do. I would like to give away Flyers tickets, all right? And we have an entire balcony suite that is ours. We're going to do a very stupid contest. I will tell you that right now. It's probably the lowest maintenance contest we've ever done. It may be very easy. We're, we're going to find out about or this. Or an abysmal disaster. Call right now, and we'll tell you what we're going to do. 215-263-WMMR. And then while we're getting callers on the line, we welcome back to the studio uh, Ed Bassmaster. Mr. Hey. Mumbles and uh, Bartle do himself. Got his teeth in. Oh, Schmatt, man, yeah, we got him in, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. These teeth, these, these, these prosthetic teeth, these dentures are way, sure, yeah. way too Schmeckles. big for him. Schmeckles? Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> that's a technical name. They're Schmeckles. Yeah. Were you wearing the, the shades and the hat or oh, no? Oh, had a whole crap known on it. They, they always want to see the whole, you know, the, the plank downs. Right, right. Yeah. Sure, absolutely. Be, you know, get a good bargain at the Blue Lodge. <laughs> the great, the great, what was it? What was he talking? What kind of burger was he looking for? The, oh, uh, it was a Licky Burger. The Malt Licky Burger. Malt Licky Burger. Yeah, back where I'm from, they had a Malt Licky Burger with a cracky tacky bone on it. Right. And it tastes small knackles. <laughs> Let me tell you, more better than any Bashaz I ever have. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. I don't. No, but, it, but, no. The, the but you is, will. You yeah. will. The great part is most people sort of think they know what you mean, and that's why they engage you in the conversation. Well, yeah, you got hair, you know. <laughs> you got hair. By the way, speaking of hair, he brought these hats to us, man, which are a scream. These are, uh, what is it called? Flare hair? Flare hair. Yeah, and it's like a, it's like a visor, but it has a wig on the top part of it too. And the funny thing is, because uh, Ed's bald, and yesterday or the other day when he first came in, he was wearing this bizarre looking oh, wig. Yeah, and uh, then he wore one of these, and it looks like real hair on him for some yeah, reason. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but they're pretty damn funny. They're called uh, flare hair visors. Uh, so anyhow, um, yeah. How many did we get? We two, did. We, we got two out of four, right? Yeah, yep. yeah. That said, uh, and he got, and uh, we talked to Ed, and he said that uh, he, usually like one out of like twenty or thirty, they'll see the camera. And then yeah, right yeah. off, right out of the gate, they saw the camera on this yeah, one. Yeah, so uh, it kind of effed it up. But otherwise, the uh, the other three were great. Yeah, know? and and I believe we had intern Nick was intern Nick was capturing it all. Yeah, he's he's working it. Is he editing? Well, actually, no. He's right behind me. Oh, okay. He's still filming, but he'll edit something together and get that up on later. Uh, are you working on any new videos at this time? Or? Uh, I'm constantly working on videos. Actually, the stuff that we did today, I'll put up. Excellent. And, uh, cool. Doing something for the flare hair. I'm doing a video promotion for them. Did really? You, did you get called by? You were called by a car dealership when you were on the yeah, show. Yeah, thanks to you guys. Yeah. A car dealership contacted me the other really? day. Yeah, and they wanted me to do a commercial for them. Awesome. Hey. So, thanks, guys. I, I, well, we're thank on you. a mission to get uh, to get. 
get Ed his own uh, his own show. <laughs> what do we get? Five percent? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Listen, right. I'll throw you a bone. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> give me a little mold licky burger. Would, would this not be perfect for like MTV or something like that? Although Spike, MTV steals everything. Right. Yeah, MTV and Spike, is FX, FX, Spike. Yeah. Uh, that's that's who we're really G four, G four. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that would be right up your alley. That's, yeah, you guys hook that up and we'll, we're, we'll, we'll, we'll call it we'll call it a day. <laughs> All right, <laughs> we'll work on that for you. Uh, so you can uh, you can check them out on uh, YouTube. Just search uh, Mumbles or Ed Bassmaster or Frank Bartledew. Uh, is that will that do it? Bartledew, you'll definitely find me if you if you type in Bartledew, you'll see me. Okay, cool, man. All right, Bartledew, well, thanks for helping out, man. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. It. Ed Bassmaster. We'll have Ed back in again, Mr. Mumbles. We get a malt licky burger next time. <laughs> All right, uh, here's what. And by the way, the rattling in the in the background those are the pom poms yeah. of uh, yeah. the girls on the hot <laughs> cam. Sweetest sound in the world. Uh, Carrie and Chelsea from the Tropicana. You can see them on uh, W. WMMR.com. All right, you guys want to give these away? Yeah. All right, let's do this. All right. Nick came up with this in, in an attempt to uh, give these tickets away. We wanted to uh, find a, uh, a new way to do it in a way that has a, a chance for a lot of people to do this. And uh, Nick had a very stupid idea. And we Thank said, you. you know what? That's just stupid enough to maybe possibly work. Well, as we explain, it was at the ass end of a never-ending meeting we were having. Jesus Christ. <laughs> we just we wanted so to die. Yeah, and Nick goes, well, why don't we just do this? And we're like, there you yeah, go. That sounds right. great. <laughs> one. So the game is... Rhymes with flyer, all right? Nice. Rhymes with flyer. And what we're going to do is we're going to play you a piece of audio. And that audio is something that rhymes with the word either flyer or flyers or has a rhyme of flyer in there somehow yeah, or Whatever. Not. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> you know, you just try and most likely. Yeah, you'll probably get it. You will win. Uh, let me see here. I'm, I'm going to try and um, locate one that might be a little simple to get started. Uh, that way, you know, people will kind of uh, get an idea of what we're going for here. I tell you what, you know what? This one will probably be best. All right, all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna try this one. Let's get a caller on the line, and we'll take this out for a spin. I got Matt. Hey, Matt, how are you, man? Hey, got Zeus. Get Zeus. All right, Matt. We're gonna play you a piece of audio. What we're playing rhymes with flyer, and if you figure it out, then you're gonna win tickets to the game tonight. All right, in a balcony suite. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. Listen closely. Here is your audio clue. <laughs> Matt, did you hear that? Yes. What that is rhymes with flyer. Uh. Uh. I thought that was a gimme. Yeah. We I are did. so after. I did too. I don't know what it is. What? You what? I don't. Matt, you got five seconds or I'm going to have somebody else try it. Nah. No? We're off and running. Right. Sorry, man. Oh, right. I know it. Let me get, yeah, we got yeah, Nick just told me. That's why. <laughs> I know. I know it. <laughs> Christine. It's easy once you're spoon fed. <laughs> hey, Gadzooks. Christine, did you hear the clue? Uh, yeah. Can you play it one more time? Yeah. Here, listen. Okay. Let me ask you. What What did you hear? Hallelujah. Yeah. And who was singing it? Uh, a that rhymes with flyer. Meyer. Oh my god! What? Stupid. No, no, sorry, dear God. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. spoon fed you that one. Yeah, Brett Myers was singing that. Let me go to Steve. Steve, are you there? Yeah, get you. Steve, do you need to hear that clue again? No, I know it. What it's is it? A choir. A choir. Yeah. 
All right, Steve, we're going to send you to the game tonight, all right, my man? Great. Thanks a lot, guys. You Thank got you it. Man. Hang on. And don't forget, when you're in the in these uh, balcony suites, you know, you got your own bathroom there, the seating. There's a lot more room for you to kind of mill about a little bit. They've got a couple of, uh, you know, TVs up there as well. And you got a great vantage point on the ice. You can see everything. Yep, absolutely. All right, let me let me Here, mark yeah, that one off. Mark right, that that's off. choir. Yeah. The mark that and the, as an incredibly easy one, too. Um, Do God. another really easy I'm, one. I'm looking, man. Um, Here, I... What do you think, Case? I, I think this one right here. I think that's You think easy. so? Okay, yeah. all right. Let me go next to, uh, I have Stanley. Hey, Stanley. Yes. All right, Stanley, you ready? Yes. All right, listen, this rhymes with flyer. Here we go. <laughs> Kathy, do you know this one? All right. All right, Stanley, you know? I have no idea. No idea. All right. Sorry about that, man. All right, let wow. me get uh, Heather. Hey, Heather, how are you? Hey, guys. Hey, Heather, do you know? Do you need to hear the clue again, or did you hear it? No, it was higher. Yeah! <laughs> higher! From Creed. You get it? Rhymes with Flyer. <laughs> Heather, you're going to the game tonight, all right? Awesome. Thanks, guys. Your 3-0 and Flyers are playing the Penguins this evening, and we're going to put you into uh, one of the balcony suites. Hey, by the way, if you go to the uh, Phil's game today, hang on to your ticket stub. Go over to the, you know, head across the street with Covey Center. 25 bucks for a ticket while mm-hmm. they last if you have your ticket stub from the baseball game. Great uh, day of sports. How often do you get a chance to uh, to go see two, you know, uh, a baseball game and a hockey game in the same day? This is one of those occasions. Well, I can't even remember a time. All right, let me go. Casey, find another one for me, please. All right, let me go to, uh, I got Ron on the line. Hey, Ron, how are you? Good, Gadzooks. Gadzooks. Gadzooks, Ron. All right, we're going to play a clip for you. (laughs) Is this one going to be impossible? No, I think this one might be all right. right. This rhymes with flyer. Are you ready? Okay. All right, here we go. Listen closely. All right, Ron, what do you think it was? Man. Think, uh, think of all the things that rhyme with flyer. Uh, I'm, I'm holding up an answer to Preston. Is, is this it? No. Oh. oh, then I am totally apart. That, that sounded like a tornado or something. I don't know what the heck that sounded like. A tornider. No. <laughs> no come on. Here. A tire? A tire? No, sorry. Oh. No. <laughs> You said a tire. That's incorrect. No, sorry. All right, let me get uh, John on the line. John, are you there? Yeah, got Dukes. Got Dukes. Dukes. All right, John, do you need to hear that uh, sound effect again? Nah, I think it's a dryer. Yes, it is a dryer. would have never gotten that. All right, so, John, you're going to the Flyers game tonight, man. Congratulations. Awesome. awesome. Right, hang on the line just a moment. Right, so, we, we've given away three, I think? Yes. yes. Okay. Uh, let's try... Hmm. We got, we got, we got a crap load. <laughs> okay, all right. This one might be good. This 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 might be hard, but this one could be fun. Let me go to uh, Vince. Hey, Vince, are you there? Yeah, what's up, Vince? Yeah, Vince, here is your clue. Listen closely. Here we go. Blaine? His name is Blaine? Oh, that's, that's a major appliance. That's not a name. <laughs> I got that one. It's easy. Vince, you have any idea? Press, can you play that again? Yeah, here we go. Hold on. Blaine? His name is Blaine? Oh, that's, that's a major appliance. That's not a name. I'll give you a clue. It's somebody's name. 
It's a major appliance, not a. It's it's more the it's person saying it. Yeah, it's from a movie. Can, can you give it to me one more time? Yeah, last time. Here we go. Blaine? His name is Blaine? Oh, that's a major appliance. That's not a name. All right, Vince, we're going to give you five seconds. I unfortunately do not know the movie. Oh, all right, sorry, man. See you it's later. the actor more than what's being said. Let me go to Lisa. Hey, Lisa. Hey. Hey, Lisa. Hey, hey, do you need to hear that again? Yeah, can I hear that one more time? Yep, here we go. Oh, oh set it up for me, Casey. Here we go. His name is Blaine. Oh, that's, that's a major appliance. That's not a name. Rhymes with flyer. Uh, McGuire? Nope. <laughs> so give right. it a shot. Let me go to uh, Ryan. Hey, Ryan. Ryan! All right, this will be the last one we try on this, all, all right, because right, we got a lot of effects here. Ryan, you need to hear that again? Uh, well, yeah, one more time. All right, here we go. Blaine? His name is Blaine? Oh, that's a major appliance. That's not a name. I have no idea. Oh! You know who that is? That's John Cryer. Oh! You know, from Two and a Half Men. Is that from Pretty that, in Pink? That's from Pretty in Pink, yeah. All right, all right, so incorrect. All right, let me get... Probably uh, should have gotten one from Two and a Half Men. Let me go to uh, Rick. Okay, Rick, are you there? Yeah. All right, Rick, you ready? Sure. All right, here Rhymes is Rhymes with clue. Flyer. Rhymes with Flyer. Here we go. Lonely is the night when you find yourself alone. All right, Rick, do you have any idea? <laughs> no idea. Oh! Dude! I thought this one was easy. Yeah. Yeah. Would you have known it had you not been privy yeah. to the information? Yes. Yeah. All right. I, I can rhyme. Let me go to Jim. <laughs> yeah. Jim. And actually, this is your, your favorite artist. Yes, it is. Jim, oh, especially that, uh, that, that one video. Incredible, yeah. yeah. Jim, are you there? Yes, I'm here. All right, Jim, do you need to hear that again? Uh, I think I got it, but oh. I like turtles. Yeah, right. we do too. What's the answer? Uh, Billy Squire. Yeah. Squire, yes. <laughs> Billy Squire. Get it? Rides the flyer. Yes. Please. All right, so Jim, we got tickets for you to the game tonight. All right, my man. Very good. All right, hang on just a second. Uh, let's see. How many more do we have? Uh, well, we've got five more tickets. Uh, five more pairs. Of five tickets more pair of tickets. All right, let's uh, let's get another one ready to go. Ready Is this one ready? Yep. Okay. Uh, let me see. Who was up next? Uh, Ryan. Ryan? Ryan, promise. Okay. Uh, oh, I hit the wrong button. Hey, Ryan, are you there? Yes, I am. All right, Ryan, listen closely. Rhymes with flyer. Here we go. Uh, 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 flyer. Hey, flyer, yes. Another flyer. Back-to-back. That was the gimme one. Absolutely. By the way, Milton Bradley has just contacted us. They want this. <laughs> As a board game. They're going to turn it into yeah. a board game? Yeah. That's pretty sweet. All right, Ryan, tickets to the Flyers game tonight in the balcony suite. All right, man? Thanks, hey, buddy. Hey, Hang on. We are moving some product, I will tell you That's that. That's right. Like a big uh, bowel cleansing. Uh, let me go to Chris. All right, Chris, you ready? Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> sort of. Rhymes with Flyer. Let's try this one. Here we go. This will translate over the phone line. <laughs> oh, I got it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have to turn up the radio to listen to that one. That does not translate well, but I'm going to say uh, a dryer. No, no we, we already, already had, had, a, had dryer. a dryer. Sorry about that. Uh, All right, let me get Al on the line. I'll just keep it rolling. Al, are you there? Yeah. What? 
I mean, I'm at work. Oh, okay. okay. Shh, 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 shh. Don't tell right. anyone. Al, listen to the sound effect. Tell us what this is. Rhymes of flyer. Fire. Fire. That's right. You can hear the, the popping of the wood. All right, Al. Since you got that right, you're going to the game tonight. All right, my man? What's with all the cursing tonight? It, it doesn't Apparently make it okay they to curse. have a relaxed cursing policy where he works. You just can't raise your voice. Yes. You can, drop you can the curse F- like a sailor. You can drop the F-bomb yeah. all you want. All right, I did. They hit the delay button. I don't know if you heard it or not, but fire was the correct answer on that one. All right, I believe we have three pair left. Yes, all right. we do. Right. Shotgunning him now. Yep, let me go to There's Tim. No stopping us. Tim, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. What's up, guys? All right, Tim, uh, we are going to play this clip for you. It rhymes with fi- flyer. Here's your clip. Here we go. What do you mean? I'm not white. Why didn't you tell me this before? You're my own sister. Tell me, Wally. Goodness gracious, do you know a lot of adjustments have to be made? I have to cancel the swimming lessons. What are the guys at the club going to say? I'm not white. Oh, it feels like it. <laughs> ah, goodness gracious, that's your right. All right. <laughs> I know that one. Who yeah. is it? It's Richard Fryer. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Flyer, flyer, you're right, man. All right, we got tickets for the game tonight awesome. for you. Thanks, guys. You got a buddy in a balcony suite. What movie is that from? I don't even know uh, what that's Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, see no evil, hear no evil. Oh, oh. Right. you picked yeah. like his least the, like, known uh, movie. Uh, one of his biggest pieces of crap. Marissa doesn't know Richard Yo, Pryor. Whoa, She's whoa, too whoa, young. By the way. What? That's a good movie. It's a horrible <laughs> movie. Go back you, and watch it. Dude, compared to like Stir Crazy, you know, or one of the classics, that's what we need. It's yeah. better than Brewster's Millions. But he got it right. I, well, everything's better than Brewster's Millions. <laughs> so it's actually Millions. in the movie poster. Uh, let me go. <laughs> better than Brewster's Millions. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. If that means anything to you. I'm going to go to Christine. Are you there, Christine? I'm here. All right, Christine, here is your uh, audio clue. Listen closely. Rhymes <laughs> with flyer. Here we go. All right. <laughs> Christine, what made that noise? Can you play it again? Yeah. yeah. All right, here we go. Is it a tire? It is a tire. All right, Christine, can you make it to the game tonight? Yes. All right, we're going to set you up in the balcony suite. Hold on one moment. Two more pair. I thought one more. One, one more, more pair. One more. All right, let's go to, I believe, uh, John is our next contestant. Hey, John. Hello. Hey, John. All right, rhymes with flyer. You ready? Yep. All right, listen closely. Oh, that's the wrong thing. Here we go. Here is your effect. All right, John. What do you think? Are you looking for wire? Yeah! Yeah. All right, my man. You got the last pair of tickets. You're going to the game tonight. All right, John? All right. Congratulations, buddy. Hang on the line just a moment. No problem. All right, so there you go. (laughs) Actually, the ones we thought would be easy were hard. The ones we thought were hard turned out to be easy. They ripped right through it once they started getting it. Shows you why we're good at this. That's damn right. (laughs) All right, so anyhow, uh, the game tonight against the uh, the Penguins, and uh, we do have a special uh, WMMR uh, box that is now filled. So Excellent. uh, Nice job, and thank you to Flyers for setting us up with those tickets. And don't forget, if you uh, do go to the baseball game today, you can grab your ticket stub, head over to the Wachovia Center, and spend 25 bucks and 
go to the Flyers game, too. Or if you don't have tickets to the Phils, you can actually watch the game from inside the AT&T Pavilion. They're opening it up early, and nice. uh, they got all sorts of beer specials and stuff. So watch the Phils game, and then go to the Flyers game tonight. Yeah, that's perfect. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Our next guest in our studio at this very moment. Wow, it was back in 2002. Do you realize that? 2002, that that uh, first season of American Idol uh, took the country by storm, and he was the first runner-up, second only to Kelly Clarkson. And native to our area, please welcome Justin Guarini. What's happening? To the show. Hey, Justin, how you doing, man? I'm feeling all right, man. How you doing? Excellent. We're doing good. It's good, good to finally meet you. We've talked about you for years. Yeah, I've heard. Yeah, you <laughs> have. I've heard. And flat out, you, 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 you were a punchline in a number of my jokes. Right? I had a mind. And I have to <laughs> tell you that I started, you know, reading a little bit about you, and you always seem like a, like a really nice guy, you know? <laughs> and we and, always finish last, though. Yeah. Kind of, no, <laughs> yeah. Second, in my case. But yeah. what, what I, I said, it always occurred to me, how come Justin couldn't, like, you know, parlay... The way I see, you know, the, the there's runners up now yeah. on the American Idol thing, and then when I, you just got married, uh, yeah. and I read a few interviews with you. Congratulations, yeah. by the Thank way. Thank you very much. Thank you. And uh, I didn't realize that they had put like a real clamp down on you after the 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 first season where you had offers to do things that you weren't allowed to do, mm-hmm. is that the way they do it now? Because I see the runners up now all nailing big things and and moving on to other stuff. and You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, really, it's it's interesting. Now um, they have the system worked out. I think yeah. that first season, everybody, including their producers, were flying by the seat of their pants. It had worked as Pop Idol uh, over in the UK. Right. And uh, nobody here wanted it. I mean, they went to all the major networks and think, eh, we've had Star Search, we've had whatever. So they put very little budget, uh, especially compared to now, into the show. And uh, they kind of just were like, well, we'll see what happens. And so that first year, we were all guinea pigs. But I will say, uh, to, to kind of address your point, you know, yeah, sure, I'm not uh, as high profile as a lot of the runner-ups now, but I haven't stopped working. Yeah. yeah. I have not stopped working for the past seven years. I've gone all over the world. Uh, I, uh, I, I am working on my third CD right now. I'm on TV all the time hosting. Right. I mean, I parlayed that into TV gigs, uh, uh, music, and, uh, you know, I mean, I've done a, a radio show as well. Sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying that, that uh, you know, at a certain level, as you say, there, it was sort of the shakedown yeah. cruise for the first one out. Oh, sure. You had offers to be on Friends. You had, I mean, your profile, certainly yeah. you've, you've kept working. I've, we see you popping up all yeah. the time. But uh, is there, a, a, to some level, a certain regret that you couldn't access? Because you had some big stuff going you know away what? that yeah, you had to course, turn down. Of course. But you know what? It, it just is all part of the learning curve. You know? Yeah. I mean, I. it's like, it, the funny thing is, is that the first season, neither Kelly or I really wanted to win. You just wanted the exposure. Wanted the exposure. Yeah. And the reason why we didn't want to win is because we like got to the end. We were like, you know, 22 weeks of our lives plus doing this show. And then all of a sudden, we're like, wait, we have to sing a moment like this. And it was a successful right. song. Right, yeah. Know? But when we first heard it, it was like a moment <laughs> like this. They had some like country person singing it. Right. And it was just a mess. We're like, oh, we worked this hard for this. And it just kind of seemed like it was, it, it was just going really, really too fast. But I will say... If I had one, I don't think I'd be working right now. Yeah. Because Kelly actually had the experience, and she's that, you know, she's from, from Burleson, Texas, and, and she gets what she wants. Right. And right. so she's someone who knows how to put her foot down and say, you know, no, I will not do this. No, I will not. Yes, I will do that. But I, I was the person like, oh, hey, they got me here. I might as well trust them. And that, I would have trusted them right into wow. the. I mean, the, the trash folk, can. As, as huge as American Idol is, that first year, it was just through the friggin' roof. And that's why I'm so happy to yeah. have been on it. Yeah. You know? Right. 
mean, look at their other runner-ups. There are there three and four. You can't name them. We're talking no, about like Taylor I Hicks, can't. man. That oh, guy. That guy's. Guy. Yeah, I mean, Ryan Star. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember Ryan, Ryan Star in the first season. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Um, I actually, I, it's funny because I bookended so far because I watched the first season, mm-hmm. didn't care about any of the other ones, and then this past season mm-hmm. I got back into it again. Yeah. The one thing I, I do want to say about you that I'm that I am happy with is that you, you still set up camp here. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. and as a guy who grew up in this area, we take pride in people who who like to live around this area. Oh, man, uh, you know, it. any of the, 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 the sporting celebrities who actually stay here in the offseason, sure. you know, I, I like that. Bam Margera yeah, stays and lives in Westchester. You could have gone Hollywood on us. And, you know what? Why didn't you? I, I was there for six years, yeah. and I was working there for six years, and then I fell in love with an amazing woman. And uh, you know what? She is from here. I grew up with her. She knew me way back when. She was a, a high school sweetheart? Well, actually, you know what? I, I've a known high school her wouldn't since have anything we to do with you? junior high. <laughs> yeah, no. She went to uh, the rival high school, Central oh. Bucks West. I went yeah. to Central Bucks East. I know that's okay. And uh, <laughs> so I don't hold it against her. Um, but so I, I said, you know what? I, I can, I'm fortunate enough that I can work from anywhere that... I want to in the country. Why right. not work from a great place? Home. I got family. Uh, I now have my own family, and so you know, it's just it's awesome. That I, I, mean, I love I love living here. Well, speaking from being around here, um, I go to Sea Isle. You know, down the shore all mm-hmm. summer, and of there course. there's a house in Sea Isle in like the 50s somewhere with Guarini all over it, and really? it's always a big joke. We're, we you know we'll drive by. We're like, there's Justin's house. Is it <laughs> is it in the family at all? It's not. No, mine. no. <laughs> no. But it's, it's not so great. But it's not the Hyannis port for the Guarini <laughs> no, family. Yeah. Thank goodness not. No, no, no. But they do. They have a big like. Their, their garage is separate from the house, and there's like a big sign over it. This is Guarini. But how cool is that? You know what I mean? Here we are. Like you said, it was 2002. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the fact that people still care and do things like that, man. And, and it just... It just really it, it touches my heart, man. Well, I'm so thankful for it. I'm curious about the contractual obligations. Was uh, from Justin <laughs> to Kelly a contractual obligation? You know that was and uh, before, Simon. F- it was a Simon Fuller brainchild, right? Well, that was yeah. Actually, it was his uh, his brother's. Uh, okay, thing. his brother also wrote the. You remember the Spice Girls movie? Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, Spice Girls. Yeah, Spice Ew, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Preston loves it. Uh, let it. me tell you something. Kathy and I, I are like huge it. fans. I, like it, it. It, it, I mean, I'll, I'll say uh, with a critical eye, it's a piece of crap. Yeah, but. It's a fun piece of crap that we w- I watch any time that friggin' thing's on, I'll I, watch I it. I totally agree with you. Yeah. It is a complete fun piece of crap. The greatest thing for me is that I still get paid for it. Do I'll you? Get, like, every, like, you know, every couple quarters, I'll get a check, like a SAG check or something yeah. like that. And it's like, you know, and you know it's from those people who are, like, in the hotel room, like, looking like, oh, should I get, like, X-Men? Get, oh, <laughs> and they hit the, the OK button accidentally on yeah. Justin and Kelly. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Justin, like, hey. that's exactly where I saw it. We were away on vacation See? in Florida, and uh, it, it was on, and we just, like, I, I never saw it and you know my husband was like really we're gonna watch this I'm like listen <laughs> we were getting ready to go out so I was like we'll just have it on the TV as we're getting ready well I wound up sitting oh, yeah. on the bed watching the whole thing and we were both like dressed ready to go out to dinner sitting and waiting till the end watching <laughs> the was, end of the movie it was so much fun to make I mean here look you got 20 I was what 23 maybe at the time 23 year old kid and and uh, probably 22 is what Kelly was or, or maybe even 21 and here we are in in Florida in South Beach making this multi-million dollar movie and right. getting, I mean it was just absolutely amazing and then you know when when my friends uh, watch it now I tell them look play drinking games like every time Kelly says y'all take a shot it's just fun and, and it's a good family movie and it's like kind of like beach blanket bingo and uh, even if you think like the high school musicals of course we didn't have the might of Disney behind us and we're not right. nearly as good at actors as those guys are right. but um, you know it was kind of a little before it's time like that no it was it, it, it's fun and uh, I mean, of all the things that you were offered initially right after yeah. it that, that you had to turn down, what still sticks in your craw? 
Oh, man. I think there was a Tommy Hilfiger, um, some sort of uh, ad campaign that, for that him. That you could have been a part of? Yeah, and then they were trying, CAA, I was with CAA, and I think they were trying to pitch me. I don't know how it would have been for this, but, uh, you know, uh, Sex in the City? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, what's her name? Uh, uh, Kim Cattrall's character. You were going to oh, play that part? Samantha. The, the Samantha. Samantha. Samantha's, like, boyfriend. I would have been like, the boy toy, yeah. Yeah, it would have been Smith weird. Guy? Yeah, yeah, because wow. he's, like, kind of buff, and, you know, he's that underwear model. I don't think I would have passed for that, but <laughs> they were at least going to pitch me for that. But, no, I had to make from Justin to Kelly, and then, and then, you know, it was just kind of a, once the lights went down on, on American Idol, it was kind of like a comedy of errors with the, with, from Justin to Kelly, and then the first CD and everything, but, you know, it, and you're still, still here. Still yeah, working. yeah. Did you uh, after uh, American Idol? Which I'll be honest, Justin, I did not. Uh, it's just not my thing. I, mm. I, I don't really care for. Are it. you not into reality TV? Mm, <laughs> not, not really. No, no. Nah, oh, wait a minute. Wait, wait. But, but uh, wait. What was it? Uh, spice up my kitchen. Oh, oh, that's me. That's me. I was trading spaces. Oh, okay. We'll get to that. Okay. That's reality, though. But what I wanted to ask you if is is after all the exposure that you had in that initial. Run and you're out in public. Did uh, uh, were there were there like some you know as we call them mooks like guys that would just kind of bust your balls a little bit and give you all the time? time yeah, all the time. Did, yeah. That, did that get to you at first? And then, well, you know, I'm human, so yeah. I yeah. mean, it does kind of like piss you off. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Like you're just trying to to do, to do something, doing what you like. You yeah. know what I mean? And and. You know, with the hair and all this other crap. It's like you can't just go to the bar and have a beer. You know, yeah. some some douche has got hey, to yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, you know what's real funny? And, and I, I laugh at it now, but people will play. Uh, I'll go to the bar, and I'll be, like, hanging out with my friends uh, in my hometown, too, yeah. where, you know, people know me. They come up, they say hi, and it's yeah. it's very cool. But, you know, they'll they'll just kind of be jerks, and they'll go, like, you know, Play one of Kelly's hits on like <laughs> on the jukebox or something like that, and then, like I'm gonna get up and like storm over and kick the thing. And I laugh and I sing along, and, you know. And I who chug? Who's your favorite American Idol? Oh, my favorite American Idol. Jeez, you're gonna have to say Kelly. Wow. Huh? I mean, well, Kelly. I mean, Kelly's it's most personal yeah. to me, certainly. But if I, I mean, I had to pick one out of all of them, Carrie Underwood. Yeah. Carrie Underwood. Yeah, yeah. she's pretty hot. Ooh, she's, yeah, she's yeah. a mofo. Yeah. yeah, you're basing that Something on looks else. and not singing ability, right? What? <laughs> oh, she's amazing. Singer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. She's bald. No, she uh, she's great and uh, and and a sweetheart to boot. You were mentioning uh, one of the perks uh, from from the first season was that you got to travel a lot. Oh yeah, what was one of the coolest places you got to go? You know, one of the coolest places. Well, I mean, I've been all over, but one of the coolest places I actually got to go was last summer. Before things really heated up, I got to go to Afghanistan, and I went to uh, Doha in Qatar, Qatar, right. however you want to pronounce it. And uh, then we flew from there around uh, our friends at, in Pakistan into uh, Afghanistan. So you're doing like a USO tour? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I went went to Bagram, the base, and then, I mean, I got to put on all the, the armor and we went in Black Hawk helicopters wow. out to the Ford uh, operating oh, bases. Sweet. And we went out. Yeah, it was really cool. Got to fire a lot of guns. That was cool. <laughs> awesome. But like, but also just to talk to them and and just to sing for them. And it was, it was so cool, man. And, and the one thing they said they wanted me to bring back is that, you know what, we're being being taken care of, we're doing all right, and uh, and you know just give everybody our best back at home. So, That's cool. Yeah, it was an awesome experience, man. And and the army or the armed forces takes such good care of our troops. You know, yeah. 
That's really cool. cool. All right, well, listen, uh, your band is playing tonight, Drive Time. Uh, no, I'm sorry, not tonight. That's on the 10th, uh, which yeah. is Saturday. 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 Yeah, Saturday. Uh, at the Sellersville Theater. Yeah, uh, it's a good is, theater. That is a cool yeah, place. Yeah, that's cool. Um, why don't we have you play a song? I know you're... Uh, I would love that. Right, actually, well, go ahead. Yeah, no, you go ahead. I'm oh, going to I was just going to introduce Bernie Capodici, who's actually my father-in-law, hey. and who is the uh, who is the band leader for Drive Time. I'm, they're actually the backing oh. band for me. Okay, yeah. awesome. Well, head on over there, and as you're All doing right. that, I'm going to play... Uh, Brighter star from Justin oh, Kelly here. This is from the movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, he's headed over. Let me let me put a little context here. That see, Justin is always he's trying to get back in touch with Kelly and their text. Right, right, Kathy. You know. Yeah. yeah oh yeah, yeah. And yet the bitch. Yeah. Supposed Kelly's friend keeps intercepting the messages. Oh. She's not getting them. She's not getting them. What a whore. Oh. What a complete whore. And this is during the night fight. This is in the night fight. <laughs> oh, you know what? All right, here is something I need to do. Casey, just uh, while we're while they're getting uh, set up over there, I forgot to do the four of a kind clue for today. At eight? Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's only nine forty. Come on, you're only an hour and forty minutes late. It's not that bad. Uh, your clue, by the way, today for the eleven o'clock block will be not B and W. I don't know if that means be not, black and white, or, right? Or not B and W. Not B and W. And then uh, number at, at the three o'clock block, it will be anatomy class. Wow, these are your clues, right? Anatomy class at and three o'clock. Not BMW at eleven. BNW, not right. not BM. Did you say BMW? BNW. BNW, as in as in B and W, w. as opposed to the car, which is BMW. Right. Yeah, you got it. Okay. Uh, so everyone is completely confused. Yes. Well, there's only two days left, so yes. who, do, who gives a damn? <laughs> no, but actually, you can uh, join the uh, Text Alert Club at uh, 39333. Text over the word join to 39333, and we're going to tell you the clues and when those blocks are being played. And that's brought to you by 13haunts.com. Uh, Rodney, we doing okay over there, or are we having a problem? All right, yeah, let's just go. For we're it. set to go? All right, yeah, it's just, fly. I think we're good to go. go. Yeah. All right, Robbie. Justin, what uh, what song are we going to hear from you here? This is called Your Memory. All right, and uh, you wrote this song? I did. This is my baby. All right, cool, And it's man. actually, you know what? This is this is a, a Preston and Steve exclusive. Oh! I've never oh. played this in uh, in public. Hey, yeah. Right now. So uh, here we go. The last yeah. time we had someone say it, it was Corey Feldman. Really? Oh. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is Justin Guarini. Yeah. <laughs> I keep on drinking to remember the sweet intoxication of your lips And I keep on sifting through the embers of a love gone wrong Cause I've been gone too long I try to tell myself I'm better off without you That I was meant to live a better life alone I stop looking for the answers cause it's the same old song But something keeps telling me to run, telling me to fight And if I keep on going I won't be alright But I get tired of holding on to your memory Hearing your voice, seeing your face And I'm trying to fill your empty space So sick and tired of holding on to your memory yeah. I'm so sick and tired of holding on I'm so sick and tired of holding on I keep on drinking to remember the Sweet intoxication Yeah, you know I would mess that up in the middle, middle of my song, wouldn't I? I would totally mess that up 
Did you, you mess up your own song? I messed up my own song. You want to take it from the beginning? Oh, I keep on chasing all your shadows. Huh? Out the corners of my aching mind. It's hard to pick and choose my battles when the war's all gone. But I keep fighting on. I tried to find a million different ways around you. It's getting over you just didn't work at all. You might have brought me to my knees, baby. I refuse to crawl. Something keeps telling me to run, telling me to fight. And if I keep on going, I will be alright. But I get tired of holding on to your memory. I keep on hearing your voice, seeing your face. And I'm trying to fill your empty space. So sick and tired of holding on to your memory. But your child is thoughts to cut me right down the size. You played me off like I love once a of lies, but you made me strong, and I finally realized that I'm barely holding on to a life that's gone, yeah, yeah, babe. But something keeps telling me to run, telling me to fight, and if I keep on going, I will be alright, but I get tired of holding on to your memory. Hearing your voice, seeing your face And I'm trying to fill your empty space So sick and tired of holding on Sick and tired of holding on I'm sick and tired of holding on Yeah I'm so sick and tired Holding on I'm so sick and tired of holding on Yeah, I'm so sick and tired Justin yeah, Barbini. I thought that was damn good, yeah, actually. I'm pleasantly surprised. Hey, not, you know, the show must go on if you screw up. That's, that's a good lesson for first. everybody out there. <laughs> you're not the first and you won't be the last. Right, no, so we just yeah. had, oh, yeah. we had Jet here a few weeks ago. They <laughs> Forgot the lyrics <laughs> to yeah. their own song, yeah. To so a hit. It does. To yeah. a hit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that they've been singing for five years. years now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, well, there's a uh, justinguarini.com, and uh, also you can go to smoothdrivetime.com. That's, is that Drive Time's uh, yes. website? Yes. Smoothdrivetime.com. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's he saying? Plug. No, he's oh. <laughs> he's <laughs> CD. Uh, by the way, somebody said you look at in an in and some message that says you look like Freddy Krueger. Just to what? let you know, I don't know. Why. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's terrible. No, the Burn. actor Robert England. Robert oh, England. Yeah, oh, not, yeah not, I can see that. Robert England. Not, I was gonna not say, the yeah. post burn yeah. guy. Yeah. Like I will Dennis. find you. Uh, that's that's <laughs> Justin's father-in-law, by the way. Uh, well, anyhow, uh, so the theater, the uh, Sellersville Theater, is is uh, where the show is going to be. It's a uh, Saturday night, and uh, I assume you know you just uh, get a hold of the theater for ticket information. Uh, is are, it, there, are the tickets online? Can you get them online? online. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You when, yeah. When, when are you going to record that song that you just played? You know what? Us? That's that's going to be something that'll be on my third CD. Actually, this winter I'm doing. Uh, finally, I'm I'm not going anywhere until next year when I do award season for TV Guide Network. But uh, yeah, I'll be in the studio recording that and a bunch of other tunes. But I'm it's kind of a, a to Jack it. Johnson sort of uh, yeah. feel yeah. to it. Well, it sounds like that with the, the guitar certainly. Yeah, yeah. Kind of rock a little harder. So That's you're doing cool. stuff for uh, TV Guide Network. Uh, yeah, yeah. One of my many uh, things hats that I wear is I actually I do a lot of hosting for TV Guide Network. Usually when cool. um, American Idol season rolls around, I'll do uh, sort of like think uh, E or an extra sort of yeah. type show based on American Idol. But this year I'm actually covering uh, the red carpet for all the award shows. So I mean, I love I love hosting. Man. I love talking. 
Now, with that stuff, do you, do you pass cross with uh, with Simon and, and Randy? And, oh, yeah, and all the time. All those? Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I see, uh, I, I see Ryan more than anybody else because he's in his booth with E, and then I'm over in my booth with uh, TV Guide Network. So. Oh, That's right. cool. Hey, yeah. I want to ask you yeah. real quick because I know we got, we got a break, but uh, Paula Abdul, thoughts on her? You know being... what? I, there's, there's only one. Paula Abdul, you know right. what I mean, and uh, unfortunately you can't replace her. But I think it was a, a brilliant stroke to to bring in Ellen because I mean, who doesn't love Ellen? Very right. few people yeah. love Ellen. Very few people don't like Ellen, and I think that you know, even though American Idol is still huge and they're still having huge ratings and and a dip from to see thirty a million of, yeah. to twenty eight, they're starting to see a dip. And I mean, it's just that's just America. It's short attention span theater, so you got to do something to 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 uh, to jazz it back jazz up. It up. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Cool, man. Well, I got to yeah. tell you, Justin, I'm impressed. Very, thank very, you very, very much. Great Thanks great for having me on, man. I love our, the show. Our pleasure. We glad you came by. Justin Guarini, yeah. ladies and gents. Preston and Steve on ninety three three WMMR. And before we get to the B file, quickly, these ladies are here to. Uh, Tell us about an event. We have uh, Sixers Dancers here. Chanel and Ashley. Yeah. Good morning, ladies. Good morning. All right, so, you know, the, the spectrum's going away. Yep. And the Sixers obviously tied directly into that building forever. And uh, there's a special event that is coming up. Uh, Chanel, what can you tell us about that? Yes, that, this Saturday, October 10th, it's an open practice. It's um, open to the all public, and you'll be able to see the team practice. You'll be able to meet the new coach, the Sixers Dancers, and you can also buy tickets. For individual games, and it starts at 10 a.m. So it's okay. a real sort of meet-and-greet vibe. You can come down and yes. and meet the players yes. and yourselves and yep. get things autographed, maybe? Ashley, are, are you guys going to do a little routine? you guys going to do your, your dancing or no? Well, we won't be doing a routine, but <sighs> she'll definitely be able to meet us. Will we you have be to save wearing... that for the home opener. Yeah, but will you be wearing your... Sexy outfits, hopefully. We will be wearing nice. our... Yeah. Your family-friendly <laughs> outfits. Yeah, yeah. Your family-friendly... Yes. Blah, blah, blah. Sexy outfits that are family-friendly for kids. Uh, but the cool thing is this whole event is free, right? Yes, it's free. Saturday, and it starts at what time? It starts at 11 o'clock. And from what I understand... It's always 10 o'clock. I understand, like, the, the coaches are going to be mic'd and some, some of the players are going to be mic'd. Yes. And, uh, so it be won't be so family-friendly. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it'll, it'll be uh, a pretty cool event, and obviously... Obviously, sending off the building in style. Sure, yeah. Uh, so uh, go and check that out. We'll That's a great it. opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. Do you guys have your own little cards that you hand out? Don't do you guys have that? We haven't gotten those. Duh, what? Not yet. You not got yet. nothing. Not yet. Home right. opener. Home well, opener. Well, we yeah. want them when you get them. Okay. Definitely. You'll get them. Thank you to Chanel and Ashley. Thanks for having us. Sixers dance team. You guys are wonderful, beautiful young ladies. Thank you for being here. All right, let's do. Am I doing the B file first? Yeah. yeah let's do it. WMMR presents. Brought to you by Coke Zero. Head to a participating Wawa for a refreshing Coke Zero fountain beverage. Then look for details on the Zero to Win football ticket giveaway. For more information, go to wawa.com slash Coke Zero. All right. That was a uh, whole sort of audio stew. <laughs> Milwaukee police probably wouldn't have arrested Aiden Flores Delgado if he had done just one simple thing, and that was pay for his prostitute's cab ride home. Are you crazy? The 36-year-old, I don't know why that was turned out, Steve. The 36-year-old resident was arrested at a motel last week after police said that he and a prostitute that he had hired got into a loud quarrel when he refused to pay her cab fare. Oh. 
When the officers arrived, they found cocaine powder on Flores Delgado's nose and upper lip. I've not been having a very good day. About $300 on him and $67,400 in cash hidden in his minivan. <laughs> He's uh, got a minivan. Yeah, and $67,000. Well, you know, I need something so I can take the kids around. Uh, Flores Delgado already had paid the prostitute $40 for sex. If he had simply picked up the cab fare, he probably wouldn't have attracted any attention. Uh, this is pretty messed up. A funeral director at a funeral home has been charged with abuse of a corpse after investigators found oh, digital no. photos uh -oh. dating back five years of the director posing with his penis touching the feet of a nude female oh, cadaver. That is so erotic. According to court documents, James Howard Patton is what a free pathetic individual on $1,500 bond after being charged with a Class A misdemeanor. An investigator was looking at allegations of Internet harassment lodged... <laughs> Against Patton by his ex-girlfriend when a search warrant turned up several photos on Patton's computer. There's nothing out of the ordinary. I, I just touched my penis to the feet. Yes, you know. It was uh, unclear from court documents whether there were more than one corpse in the incident. Be quiet. We don't want to arouse suspicion, my lovely pet. <laughs> There's somebody oh, who gets off yeah. on putting his junk on a corpse's foot. As if foot sex wasn't weird it, enough. It, it, weird yeah, enough. Right? Yeah. That's with someone who's living. Yeah. That's not good enough. No. The person's got to be dead to really sell it. Yeah. The photos recovered from... I want to gently move your toe tag. The uh, photos recovered from a patent's computer were taken in 2004. I shall call you Doa for D-O-A. Doa? <laughs> yeah. A Dia. Uh, Patton was uh, taken out of service when uh, the allegation surfaced and no longer works for the oh. funeral home. That's as disgusting as it gets. Uh, how about this, man? A Saudi court on uh, Wednesday convicted a man for publicly talking about sex after he bragged on a TV talk show about his exploits, and they sentenced him to five years in jail and a thousand lashes. Awesome. Oh. What this a progressive society. For talking yeah. about sex. Maury would be a dead man. It is a taboo in ultra-conservative Saudi Arabia. Law the lawyer said that he plans to appeal the court's ruling and is confident that his sentence uh, against his client, which includes a ban on travel and talking to the media for five years after his release, Whose vagina is it? Who it belonged to? Will be revoked. Uh, he maintains that his client, Mazen Abul Jawad, ha was duped by the Lebanese LBC satellite channel, which aired the talk show and was unaware in many cases he was being recorded. This is a Saudi version of punk. Uh, the program, uh, Bold Red Line, sounds great. Begins with Abdul Jawad dubbed a sex braggart and Casanova by the media. Tonight we have a sex braggart. Uh, describing the first time they had sex at 14. He then leads viewers into his bedroom dominated by red accessories and then. <laughs> Tonight on Sex Braggart. <laughs> we go inside the world of a man who. Well, he brags about sex. <laughs> and then apparently he... Go ahead, take us into your den of iniquity. Uh, then apparently he uh, showed up. Is this where you do the dirty deed? Tonight! <laughs> <laughs> they showed off. Uh, they showed uh, blurred sex toys. Wow. Blurred at yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, he is later joined by three. It's blurred, but it sort of looks like Benoit Bors. Uh Three men, uh, three male friends, for a discussion on what turns them on. Ah. Oh. Charlie Brown. Uh, <laughs> 
Abdul Jawad's lawyer maintains his client was referring to other people's sex, other people's sexual experiences. Isn't that always the case? And the toys were provided by the TV station. That's mm. what he said. Anyway, I think we're just going to wrap it up All there, right. my friends. Yep. <laughs> Tonight, I'm Shex Brecker. <laughs> and that's your V file. All right, let's get an answer to the lesson question. Oh no, let's ask, ask the lesson. Question. Question. Let's get yeah, an answer. If you can answer the question without it even being posed, you deserve the prize. I've saved the last birthday for last. All right. (laughs) That's one of the questions. Is it really? I didn't even look at them yet. (laughs) NHL 2K10 is what we are giving away. Let me see. I have not looked at these. I apologize. Uh, Let me see here. Oh, yeah. According to Steve, what will will I tell my kids DBH might stand for? Oh, that's a hard one. That is a tough one. 215-263-WMMR. It's either that or what does Sunyi Previn keep next to the bed that she shares with Woody Allen? A puke bucket. A puke bucket, yeah. Uh, all right, 215-263-WMMR. What does DVH stand for? Or at least what I might tell my kids it stands for. Let's get it. Oh, I love trash. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, it's brought to you by Night of Terror at Creamy Acres Farm with six. Oh, that's scary. Six haunted attractions <laughs> open Thursday, the critics Friday, love it. And Saturday night in October, visit nightofterror.com. What's going on, Steve? Well, a clump of Elvis's, uh, excuse me, Elvis Presley's hair trimmed off when he was entering the army is expected to net $12,000 when put up for auction next week. Also going up for auction will be a piece of compacted white fecal log that killed Elvis. It's been carved into a Roman column. Oh. So it's awesome. Pretty. Believe it or not, Oscar winner Adrian Brody, this this blew my mind, is going to be playing the Arnold Schwarzenegger role in a remake of Predator called Predators. Adrian Brody. In this one, the playing field will be a little more even uh, between the invisible alien and the humans and that they'll all be able to hide in Brody's nose. Wow. <laughs> And he's really skinny. He's incredibly skinny. Do you see him as replacing Schwarzenegger? No, that's weird. The new Broadway production of Hamlet starring Jude Law opened on Broadway Tuesday night with critics agreeing that this version has been vastly dumbed down for the general audience. For example, a last poor Yorick I knew him a ratio has been turned into, hey, check out this dude's skull. (laughs) And finally, recently married Khloe Kardashian says she's tired of being called a big girl by the tabloids and blogosphere. Said Kardashian, quote, I'm just like any other girl. I put my huge panties on one enormous redwood-sized tree leg at a time. (laughs) (laughs) And that's your Hollywood (laughs) Pretty accurate. Oh, my goodness. Uh, All right, let's go to the phones. And what uh, will I tell my kids DBH stands for? And uh, it's not Dubong Hits, by the way. 215-263-WMMR. I got Dave. Hey, Dave, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Dave, do you know what DBH, what I will tell my kids it stands for? Yeah, Damaged Beaver Hoffman. No. no. That's very close, but I can't let you have it, man. Sorry. I, I'm sure he was listening, but let me go to Mike. Hey, Mike. You guys rock. Ah. All right, so Mike, what's the answer? Delaware Beaver Hospice. Yeah. yeah. Delaware Beaver Hospice. Yeah. There we go. And Sick and infirm beavers. Since you got it right. Uh, we're going to set you up with uh, NHL 2K10 with amazing attention to detail and breathtaking visuals that true hockey fans will love. Hang on just a second. We'll get your information.
NHL 2K10 Party Now is Party Now is Party Now. Yes, uh, out comrade. There. Now for PS3, Xbox 360, and we from 2K Sports. Steve, you mentioned uh, Predators, this new movie, and yeah. uh, apparently Michael Jai White is going to be in. Is going to be in. He's going to be playing, I guess, the uh, Carl Weathers role. Yeah, and and I just wanted to say that I went to the screening last night for Black Dynamite, and I laughed my ass off. Can't from, wait to yeah. see it from beginning to end. It was so funny, and the guys, Michael Jai White and uh, uh, Scott, the director, Scott were, Andrews, I think uh, was his name, Sanders, Sanders, Sanders Scott sorry, Sanders. Yeah. yeah, they were both there last night as well, and they were really, really nice guys that answered every question from the audience, so I highly recommend it. It comes out on October 16th. I, now I'm dying to see that. It's yeah. very funny. I wasn't sure what level, level of humor they were going to go for on it, or they were just going to do it straight. The humor uh, comes from being an exact replication of that kind of movie, right. correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's and then they have like subtle sort of um, humor from this decade, you know, kind of right. cynical, and, and, and then there's just really some slapstick stuff, too. It's But, it, Steve, it's right up your alley. I think cool. you'll really like it. Cool. Love All it. right, uh, let's do Muse News. we got to get to it. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Music News. Vagina. All right, it's brought to you by Vagina. <laughs> uh, actually, by uh, Orleans Technical Institute. Uh-huh. Uh, get the skills employers are looking for at, at Orleans Technical Institute. Six months, and you're ready for a new career in the trades. Call 215-728-4700. You can log on to orleanstech.edu. So, uh, Nick, you may have heard this. I don't know, but you'll love it if you haven't. Pearl Jam was joined on stage during its encores at the Gibson Amphitheater in Los Angeles on Tuesday night by former Soundgarden singer Chris Cornell. Wow. And Allison Chains guitarist Jerry Cantrell. So, yeah. a little uh, Temple of the Dog thing working. Yeah. Was Jerry Cantrell part of Temple of the Dog? I don't think so. No, but I guess they were probably friends just because, uh, you know, Seattle days and uh, yeah. the height with Allison Chains and everything. Uh, Cornell came up to perform the Temple of the Dog classic Hunger Strike and with ex Soundgarden drummer Matt Cameron. Now behind the kit for Pearl Jam, this was actually one of the rare occasions when the complete Temple the Dog lineup performed live. Wow. This is everybody that was in that project, yeah. I guess. That's phenomenal. Uh, meanwhile, Cantrell helped the band to close out the night by contributing. Better do it here instead of uh, in Philly, because Nick will be all over. <laughs> Don't need that crap. Uh, Cantrell helped the band close out the night by contributing a lead solo in uh, the song Alive. So, cool. Wow. Uh, hopefully that is... Uh, is there any... Now, can you grab audio from yeah. their from their concerts? Yeah, Pearl Jam... Uh, strangely, uh, Pearl Jam releases every concert that they do, and you can buy them. Eddie Vedder, when he does solo shows, does not. Uh, but, yeah, that, that will be available to be purchased already. How quickly do they usually get probably, those out? Probably today or yesterday. I'm sure Matt Cord will grab it. Um, we have a mutual radio friend uh, who was at the show, called Matt, told him about it, and then Matt uh, might have it already, and if not... I'm sure I'll play it on the pit at some point this week. Awesome. Bartle do. Bartle do. But, listen, uh, when they do the shows of the Spectrum, uh, we're going to get, uh, there's going to be a surprise guest, uh, definitely in the last night on uh, Halloween. You have some inside information? Yeah, it's going to be... Is it Santa? It's not Santa. Oh, oh. son of a bitch. No, but it's going to be... One of his elves? Cool. One of the elves, maybe? I can't tell. Uh, by the way, yes, we have the lineup of uh, Temple of the Dog here. It was uh, Jeff Ahmet, Matt Cameron, uh, Chris Cornell, Stone Gossard, Mike McCready, and Eddie Vader. That's wow. everybody, the whole group. Nice. That's pretty damn cool. I don't think that'll probably happen again for a long, no. long time. If ever. Uh, Wolf Mother. You know, we're sending uh, somebody out to see them and meet with them in uh, New Orleans for the voodoo experience that we have over uh, Halloween weekend. But they are previewing every track from their upcoming album, Cosmic Egg, at CosmicVan.com slash listening party. All fans have to do is donate one tweet to hear a 30-second sample from a new song. Uh, the first... There you go. You can get a song for that. The first track heard was California Queen with a new song revealed each day for the next 10 days. Cosmic Egg arrives on October 27th. To uh, kind of complete the circle here, Preston, Wolf Mother actually did uh, Hunger Strike with Pearl Jam. They opened with them uh, on one of the European dates. And really? Not as cool as Chris Cornell doing it. Yeah. yeah. They're a good Shut band. your <laughs> home! 
I didn't really say that. It's kind of cool. Uh, All right, and then uh, Adam (laughs) MCA Yock of the Beastie Boys has posted an update online regarding his health and current activities. Uh, Yock was diagnosed with salivary gland cancer this past summer. Uh, He underwent surgery to remove it, forcing the trio to cancel a series of tour dates and postpone their release of the new studio album Hot Sauce Committee Part 1. Uh, Yawk revealed that he just got back from a trip to India where he sought out Tibetan doctors to help with his treatment and where he also attended a three-day teaching by the Dalai Lama. Uh, Yak wrote, I'm feeling if healthy. If you say hello, Dali, I'll kill you. I'm, <laughs> I'm feeling healthy, strong, and hopeful that I've uh, beaten this thing. But, of course, uh, time will tell. The prognosis was very good on that, right? Yeah, Yak added, I'm uh, taking Tibetan medicine. And at the recommendation of the Tibetan doctors, I began eating a vegan-slash-organic diet, which, surprisingly enough, was harder to do in India than it is now that I'm back home. When I was in India, I visited an Ani Gompa, which is a nunnery, Called Jamyang uh, uh, Koling. What was this Ani Gopra named? Jamyang uh, Koling. Jamyang Koling. And uh, he's Jamyang Koling. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> Mr. Jamyang. Yes. Uh, and he said they did a puja. And your line producer for sex braggart. Uh, <laughs> 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 no, they did a puja. Um, did a puja? Yeah, right is, there, right in front of everyone? Yeah, in front of everybody. I just, a, I just got a puja. It's a religious ceremony. Still steaming. He oh. said, uh, they did a puja for me to help me get well. One nun said to me, we do prayer. One nun said to me. One puja per customer? Yeah. We do prayers and then you are better. And he said, and I love this tagline. He said, so I've got going, I've got that going for me, <laughs> which is nice. Yeah. And he literally was meeting with the Dalai Lama. That's so oh, that's cool. cool. I, I do like the sense of humor. That's, that's pretty great. cool. All right. And that's, uh, yeah, that's what, that's what I have for you. Music news wise, and I have left three passes available for the tour de gore tonight. And wow, that is it? So we will give those away now. It is this evening, and uh, we're going to be at Creamy Acres around seven. You're going to need to be there a little beforehand. An awesome hayride. They have a, a ton of pyrotechnics. I, I love this attraction. And if you live in Jersey, it's perfect for you, yeah. especially you know uh, a little more towards that area. Um, give us a call now. We'll take the first three callers. 215-263-WMMR. You and a friend can go to this. And uh, if you don't win, just come out and say hi, too, because it's a, it's a great event. And we'll be there. Now, more with Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. All righty, it is uh, 1034, and it's uh, Thursday. Can you taste the weekend? I can taste another victory today. Uh, <laughs> yep, because uh, I'm going to the game. Nice. Yeah! Well, the tickets are fifteen hundred dollars a piece. So I'm going to go to the game today, and it's looking like it, that'll be me in the stands. Yeah, <laughs> that and, and before sparkle, you get sparkle. your ass kicked, <laughs> I'll be yelling. See that guy, Shane Yang? Yeah, sparkle, sparkle. <laughs> What's wrong with your problem, buddy? All right, uh, it's going to be sixty-seven today, breezy, a little bit on the cold side, but uh, not bad at all. Plenty of sunshine. It's a little, uh, little overcast right now. But Why don't you wear that tasteful sweater? Uh, it's supposed to be nice. I am wearing a tasteful sweater. Well, no, actually, I'm not. Uh, I like that shirt. That's, that's a shirt, right? Thank that's you. a red shirt. Well, I ha- okay, now listen. Is it a Henley? I No, this is not a Henley. Oh, okay. that, that's a uh, different kind of a neck. Um, but uh, I, I do have a question to ask you guys of my attire at the game today. I have Spats are forbidden. <laughs> No, no, oh, no, it's a day game. It's a day game. Spats are all right. It's after, it's after Labor Day. Spats right. after Labor Day, it's okay. Um, <laughs> Spats at night, sailor's delight. Right. 
No, uh, I have in my car a, uh, a jersey, a Phil's jersey that actually, uh, was given to me by the team for my 40th birthday. And, and it's, uh, it's got, it's the number 40 and it's, but it says Elliot on the back. Is that not cool to wear? wear it. Is that, wear, wear it? it. Yeah. yeah. Wear it. Cause okay. we want to see from the aerial shot you being descended upon by the mob. No. Yeah, no. I, when else are you going to be able to wear it? That's you know? true. Right. Well, it's, according, a, it's, a, it's an awesome jersey. It is. Uh, according to Gonzo, who did that list, that would be, that would be a no, no. Yeah. But no, I, wait, wait. Is, is, but the list, in the list, did he specify if you're wearing another player's name? No, no, no. He said if you're... If, a personalized. Yeah, just with your name on it, period. I mean, it, oh. it, it doesn't matter whose number. I'd on. wear it. A, yeah. you didn't buy it for yourself. It they was gave it to you. From the Phillies. So, actually, if you didn't wear it, that would be like a slap in their faces. Okay. The it's like burping it. after a meal in Japan. But no. I did actually see a, a a guy wearing a Charlie Manuel jersey yesterday, which I find it funny that, that that the coaches actually wear the uniforms well, and, yeah. and they have a number. But that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's neat to do that because Charlie doesn't get that many people that does no. it. Probably. No, you're right. So, Preston, good, do you like him. the jersey? I love it. Is it comfortable? Uh, yeah. Then who cares what anybody else thinks? I just just pick the appropriate bra because <laughs> you don't want to be flapping you don't all want over it flapping all over the place and you don't want it to dig in right well, light straps something uh, you know what maybe a braza bra which is uh, oh, Jesus, uh, yeah. easier. a braza bra yeah. like skip the skip underwire yeah. exactly the yeah. underwire okay. there's gonna be 46,000 other people there you know so they're not they're, they're half of them are transvestites yet. I saw some pretty cool what? face painters uh what? Yesterday, what? and I also took a picture of a guy who made his own Philly fanatic. Costume. I saw that you tweeted yeah. that. Yeah, it was so funny. Was I good? was like, "Well, it's not it bad." Okay. Yeah, see if I you mean, follow me on Twitter, Nick. You I saw been, the you uh, Mike Richards picture. That was pretty cool. You yeah, had to see him at the game yesterday. Yeah, yeah, I ran into Mike Richards. He was coming out of the bathroom. I went to shake his hand, and he was like, "Uh, just wash my hands." Just pissed on this. <laughs> 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 I don't think you want to touch it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so anyhow, we okay. won the first match, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah, we did. Yes. Won it big, Pierre. It was so we a... have another match in the semifinal uh, thingy today, bomb today. Second game. Yep. Good for us. And uh, that'll be at uh, 2.30, so that'll be very cool. Uh, let me see. Since you're here, Pierre, why don't we go ahead and do the letter yes. of the day? Uh, let me see. I hit this button here. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. All right, the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. P as in Phillies. All right, oh. yeah, good one. And we have a uh, best by musical instrument store and Gibson uh, gift to give to you. It is a Wolf Mother Voodoo Experience in New Orleans over Halloween weekend. And that includes travel hotel, the Lowa Lounge, uh, VIP passes, meet and greet with Wolf Mother, and a new Gibson Les Paul guitar signed by the band. Their new CD, Cosmic Egg, is going to hit stores on October 27th. Nick wanted to thank somebody real quick. Yeah, say I met, hi, right? I met, yeah, Matt. And, uh, and these guys are huge MMR fans. They're really nice guys. They work at the uh, Pet Boys. So hi to the crew at the Pet Boys. It's a uh, broad and federal. Uh, right in South Philadelphia, that's Scott and Mike and Marty and Jerry and Drew and, and Manny Scott Mo and Jack and Manny, Manny Mo, and, Mo Jack and Jack and, and Scott. But um, Steve, uh, they they love uh, you know MMR. They listen to Pierre when I was there yesterday. They love our show and they're really nice guys. And they gave us all Manny Mo and Jack T-shirts. Oh, oh so, I want one of those. Yeah, it's it's right up your. I love Pet Boys. Yeah. yeah, they were really cool guys. So thanks to those guys and and uh, hi. I, you know what? I also have to say there was a click at the end of your sentence. Uh, I have to say hi to Andrew, who is a uh, like leader of beer sales. You know Andrew, guy with the dreadlocks at the Citizens. <laughs> Bank Very Park. nice guy, really cool guy, and he said he wanted me to bust Marissa's balls because she's has, has supposed to she's supposed to give him shout outs like every time she sees him and she doesn't. I, I saw him yesterday, Andrew. 
Yeah, yeah. she yeah. wants to comment Wait, on that. Wait, for the record, Andrew's awesome. If you see him, he's in left field. He's big dreads guy. Awesome dreads, yeah. Nicest guy. And he always wants me to say hi to him between like 6 and 6.45. When yeah. we're like all on like, uh, we're off at that point. You're not point. even like, in at that time. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I'm still <laughs> sleeping at that point. Yeah. No, so I love Andrew. He's awesome. Go say hi to him. He's at every game. By the love way, him. Marissa. Is he a player? Marissa will be at the game today. No, he, he works there. But uh, Marissa oh, will be at the game today. And uh, she just told me she just got her tickets to fly out to Denver. Wow. Tomorrow. Nice. Well, we're off on Monday, so good for oh, you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank good. you. Do you get tickets for the game out there? No, I was actually just talking to Brazier on the phone. <laughs> uh, no, so if anyone has tickets to uh, Denver on Saturday yeah. night, no. Uh, no, but actually, no, I'm flying home. Uh, my flight gets in at 1245 on Sunday, so I can make the 1 o'clock Eagles game on Sunday. Oh, my God. So. You're, you are you're <laughs> insane, insane, man. Running on empty. Totally. All right, well, good luck with that. Uh, um, sushi and beer. I got to thank, uh, what? Nothing. It was a. I just said it. To, to I love when you point out my flaws and then you follow it up with your own. That's his great way of softening your transgression by making sure that his is equally as horrible. I, I feel better about myself. Uh, let me thank our friends from uh, Xbox because they gave us the South Park custom Xbox console, a one-year uh, Xbox Live subscription love card, you, Xbox. and more to uh, give away today, which we did uh, with our good friend Ed Bassmaster. Yeah, Mr. Mumbles, Bartledo. Uh, and you can download the new South Park uh, Let's Go Tower Defense Play game now, available exclusively on Xbox Live. And also, I got to thank. <laughs> Who's that? That's Casey. me. <laughs> uh, and I also have to thank uh, Carrie and Chelsea from the Tropicana. Don't forget about uh, the uh, Monday Rumba Mondays at the Tropicana Casino and Resort all season long. Catch your favorite uh, retired professional football players. Plus, chance to win up to thousand dollars every single Monday night. Rumba is your shore destination. Watch every game throughout the season as well. And they also have a Tropicana Football League. Your chance to win four hundred grand oh. tickets to the big game in Miami. Tropicana.net and uh, roommates room rates. Not roommates. roommates. Oh, you, yeah. they give you roommates? Yeah, they give you roommates. Yeah, as low as $69. Hey, my name is Lou. Yeah. <laughs> well, I like to use a humidifier. I hope you don't mind. <laughs> really? That's why it's only 69 bucks. Yeah. Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> yeah, and because we're going to do 69. It's been a long day. Uh, let's see. Uh, thank you to Billy Gardell. So funny. Yeah. yeah. Helium Comedy Club this weekend. Go see him. He's a, he's a Pennsylvania native, and he's just happy to be back in his home state. And uh, Justin Guarini. Yeah. It was great. I was very impressed with him, and a super nice guy. Uh, he's going to be playing at Sellersville Theater on Saturday night, and you go to justinguarini.com for that information. How are you today, Pierre? Fine. Have you ever pretended you're a ship? Uh, Once. Not that I know of. Well, yesterday it was so windy, but not cold windy, but beautiful windy. So as I was approaching our ugly building... No way. I stood out and let my long-haired freak flag fly and raised my arms out and pretended I was a sail on a giant mast. Did you let it take you where the wind would? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, but I did let the wind... <laughs> Uh, I got a wind job, though. You got a wind job. Because the wind did. Can I say that word? Can I say P L O W? Well, because you get blown around. You know, so you put your arms out and you face the wind. This is what you do. 
and then you allow yourself to be uh, pretend as if you're a sailing ship powering you're the sail powering a giant schooner and then you're sailing off into a Caribbean sea fighting pirates right. and slashing things in a good way to create peace in the world and it was so magnificent yeah. i was there and i was being blown yeah. around and it was just Everyone should do it. I'm telling you. Put your arms up and get blown by the wind. Getting blown by the wind. Yes. Good for the wind. It's so good. The wind's happy about it, too. Right. And so you're going <laughs> to love it. Is that a Bob it. Dylan song? I sort of got blown by Everyone the wind. got blown by the wind? Yeah. Yeah, so next time we have a, a nice warming wind like yesterday, everyone, put your arms up. Be a mask. She's Miss Sand. And <laughs> sail away. In the cosmic cloud of love that is Pierre, okay? I like that. King of the trees, I'm the tree meister. There you go. I count on them. What sometimes I pry, I like to steal. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. He's tripping. All right, let me thank our sponsors for today. Community College of Philadelphia. Go to ccp.edu for information on their October 17th open house. It's going to be a great show up here today. New Jersey Lotteries. Mega Millions. Uh, whose jackpot is up to $145 million to play New Jersey uh, Mega Millions today and give your dreams a chance. And also by Mako, the collision repair shop Uh-oh. that paints cars. Hurry <laughs> <laughs> for $100 off their popular presidential paint service. Uh, the uh, four of a kind coming up. You have another one of those. Just two days left, Pierre. Yes, more money. 500 bucks at 11 and 3 today and tomorrow. Papa Roach jet tickets and more Bob Dylan tickets. Speaking of wind! And being cosmically getting a wind job. Oh, I'm king of the trees. On the get a wind job, everybody. Uh, Be with the wind. I'm Be of the wind. Uh, all right, so on tomorrow's show, Paul Schaefer will be joining us. Yes, and I'm reading his book. Great stories. That's going to be cool. And uh, Chris Harwick, who is from G4 G4 Steve? TV, yes. He's on Attack of the Show. He's got his own web show. Cool. Crazy videos. He's a funny stand-up comedian. All right, uh, so I think we're done, friends. Uh, that's it. Uh, Ray John, have yourself a great day. Go Phil! Yes! Yeah! Yeah! see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye. Let the wind be with bing, the boys in blue. Bing, 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 bing. bing. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. I just want to give a big you to George Lucas. Just because there's good graphics doesn't make it a good movie. The new trilogy sucked ass and Han shot first to deal with it, call. Next message. Chris Lee, I want to give you a f- after that game. Awesome, awesome. Go, Phil! World champion, bitches. Next message. Ah! I hate this wind. This f***ing wind. I know it's worse. I had to fight with my girlfriend. We had a bitter battle over a fiddle battle. Goodbye. I'm so glad you shared. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks.